0: be with you we'll be with you till the very end that's how this works you got my six i got your 12 bro Citations, my friends. And thank you for tuning in to another edition of Factions of Freedom. I'm your host, Noise Freedom Faction, whichever one you prefer. And it's Monday, March 14th, 2022. We just got done covering US funded bioweapons research labs. In Ukraine, <laughs> and well, now uh, Joe Biden's not going to answer for that. If anything, they said we can expect a false flag uh, with these so-called <laughs> U.S. funded bioweapons lab research. And what's crazy is it ties into Obama, ties into 2016, ties into Fauci. And what's crazy is we need we need to get the clip for you guys. We need to find it. Maybe that's something we'll do uh, while we're out in Florida. Funny enough, because it, it, it involves Florida. I saw a clip of Governor Ron DeSantis of Florida talking about how Fauci's in the witness protection program. Yeah, for sure. I was watching an episode of KJ's What Happened over the weekend. And sure enough, there was a little clip. And I'm not, I'm, I don't think it was taken out of context. You know, he was able to say, hey, you know, we need to stop this. Well, I'll I'll try to find it for you guys. But uh, things are getting crazy. Things are getting crazy, is is what I'm trying to say. Uh, We're going to be clearly talking about COVID. We're going to be talking about this Ukraine situation. And they're all interconnected. So we can expect another bioweapons attack. Uh, I say this as now what the 44th president, Barack Obama, has caught COVID. Right? Fully vaccinated and boosted Barack Obama caught COVID-19. So, you know, before before we get into the the news hodgepodge and all this other crazy stuff, guys, you know, I was talking about this before the show with uh, just the exclusive members kind of ad-libbing in between playing music and things before the show. You know, and I talked about how... We, 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 we talk a lot about people being decadent and degenerate and things like that, you know, scumbag nature, degenerate things. But one thing we don't talk a whole lot about is uh, regenerative things, restorative principles. And I think now more than ever, because things are so crazy, uh, we've got to, and, and, and I think the past two years have shown this to a lot of people, we've got to learn to change. We've got to learn to be adaptive. We've got to learn to transform. And regenerate because it's easy. It is easier than you think. I mean, my God, listen, where are you listening to this? Are you still listening to this on Blog Talk Radio? Are you listening to this on Telegram? Are you watching this on Odyssey? Are you watching this on all the other platforms that we're available on? Change is very easy. But it's us that get stuck in a pattern. And now more than ever, we need to be able to adapt to be able to regenerate to change, to, to admit that, hey, there are certain things that no longer serve a purpose to us that we can stay as hung up on this as much as we want, but this does degenerate us. This does weaken us. We don't need that. God knows we have more than enough things that already do that. We need to figure out what things regenerate us, what things restore us, what things improve and refine and shape us, man. We could talk about how adversity does change people. Adversity makes men, and how prosperity makes monsters. Things of this nature. But it does still come from this this this, this context of understanding that we need to pick. Fig- we need to figure out what path we're on. And some of these shows they do get a little intense because that's how intense the world is right now. But at the same time, because we have this light, because we have this understanding, how are we going to start helping people? Like It does not make me feel good seeing some of these people. I've seen a video clip of a gentleman who is proud to pay $7 a gallon and say, you know, shove it, Putin. Shove it, Putin. $7 a gallon. And so we've got to figure out how to dial back the system a little bit. We've got to figure out how to Stop this, this, this rabid acceleration down a pit of disparity and, and and darkness. You see, this is very dangerous. The path that they've set us on. So we won't do that in this episode. I'm hoping that you know this 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 trip I take to Florida this week. Hopefully, I come back from that with a little bit more insight and in, uh, how we how how we run what we've done. And how we can continue to change, how we can continue to transform, and how we can continue to better our circumstances. Because guys, let me tell you, we really do have a good thing going on here. And I was talking about this with some people over the weekend. You, 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 you got to thank God that you have full control of your faculties, full control of your, your logic, your reason. You understand things. You can comprehend that your mind hasn't been awash, that it hasn't been destroyed. But again, you have still full control of your 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 your, your, your faculties. That your mind hasn't been uh, overly radicalized, wrecked by the propaganda, you know, sabotaged by the Satanism. That you still again can see reason, can enjoy simplicity and the beauty of life in every single day. That you want to protect innocence and purity. That you still want to be dignified. You've really got to like appreciate that because that does come from again living in a society that is becoming quickly fallen decadent degenerate and more and it, it was done it was done by design so that we wouldn't appreciate each other that we wouldn't appreciate ourselves that we wouldn't appreciate our environment what God has given us what our parents what our foref- what our forefathers what our ancestors have done for us we've become spoiled we become lazy, and 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 as true as these things are, we need to rediscover and remember the principles that got us here. Because we're talking, I, I've got to talk about food shortages, food shortages, the deindustrialization of the West, basically how they're sh- how they're cutting the power off of us, how they're shutting things down, and how how real things truly are. And how we're going into like a high-tech, neo-feudalistic system. And you can feel it. You can see it. And what that looks like, man, you know, in a fallen world. And how we have to choose not to go the way of the world. And how easy it would be. I understand how easy it would be for me to just get up here and start saying, oh, it's the Jews' fault, or it's so-and-so's fault, or it's this or it's that. Well, it's a multitude of things. And without proper awareness to all of them, we cannot we we cannot come up we cannot come up with a comprehensive and extensive plan that fully addresses addresses all of this. I mean, we know they're coming up with a, a brand new constitution. We know they're doing all kinds of different things, eradicating, coming up with fake rights. You know, there's there's so many different things. But guys, it comes down to this. Thank God every day that you have again full control of your faculties that you can still see reason, that you can still see logic, that you can admire the beauty of a day, that you can see somebody of the opposite sex and find them attractive. And hey, you know, I, I guess at this point, if, if you know, if, if, if you know, it, it, even if you find somebody of the same sex, you know, attractive, that's that's also amazing for you as well. I think at this point, I just have a legitimate problem with the, Pedophiles and people of, you know, doing the genital mutilation on children and things like this. But again, thank God that you can still see reason. That you can love and comprehend. But uh, that's enough of that. That is eaten up of that. Well, let me go ahead and start this show with a little quick promo. If you guys want to support this operation, you can do so by going to coffee.com forward slash noise era. Coffee.com forward slash noise era. What's funny is I kind of drop out some of the tidbits of the other things I'm doing behind the scenes, not necessarily this Florida trip, but some of my NFT things and everything else like that. Uh, but if you guys want to support this operation, get access to some of the behind the scenes things we're doing, go to coffee.com forward slash noise era. And I'm not saying coffee like a tea, like coffee. I'm saying K-O-F-I.com, coffee.com. I'll put that in the description bar. So you guys can go ahead and check it out if you'd like to. Uh, do you need me? To tell you about storable foods. No, you don't. No, you don't. And I would, pu- I would plug the Instagram, freedom underscore underscore faction. You guys can find it there, but we're really not keeping up there. There's so many different things happening at such a fast uh, pace that, you know, for us to stay frustrated and constipated on just Instagram, that's more or less a vain thing instead of a productive behavior. Uh, but you guys can find us in all other social media platforms listed below. Let's go ahead and get to some of these articles that I pulled aside. Let's go ahead and start that. Uh, I'll tell you, you know, what I did because I wanted to do a show yesterday, Fellowship and Freedom Show. Uh, I already had a whole bunch of articles already pulled aside because, my God, why not? (laughs) My God, why not? I mean, things are, things are intense. We can't, we can't leave off talking about us funded bioweapons research labs and then just act like that's not happening. So what we're going to do is we're going to kind of, we're going to try to blitz through as many of these articles as we can before we get into the radar read. And I say that blitz through because every single one of these things is a show amongst themselves. Uh, look at this American group, Out of Vegas is one U.S. firm providing consulting and mercenary services to Ukraine. So what we're quickly figuring out is that uh, Ukraine is becoming a staging ground for the globalist New World Order, for the military-industrial complex, the World Economic Forum, and so much more. Uh, And this is something we covered just the other week as well, how we have over 3,000 Americans that have already gone over there to Ukraine to fight in service of them. Let's read this quick article. It says that Americans reportedly are signing up to help Ukraine fight Russia. One group out of Las Vegas is participating in this conflict. We reported a week ago, yep, that over 3,000 Americans had applied to join the Ukraine army. We have located one such group of Americans who are assisting Ukraine with consulting and mercenary services. The Las Vegas-based forward operations group (FOG) provides security, consulting, tactical training, and mercenary services in Ukraine. This is a, a video of them advertising their group.
1: Yeah. wonder how I got this way. Alright. Say I'm stuck this up, I'm in my ways. What the fuck? I never changed. When she luck the to change what I done, what I did, and I did it on the
0: same. Alright. the So my name Like Alright, so they got a big breath. they got a big breasted woman here throwing out hundos carrying a a uh, rifle man that's uh, that's that's that is pretty enticing so this is uh, who's going over there to ukraine nice it says the group has men in ukraine as of a week ago the group that has a logo that is unique it looks like pirate flags from a century ago pirate flags pirate flags, and they also seem to have... It's funny because one of our exclusive members said F the satanic pedophiles as we were playing that video. He must have looked at the article ahead of time because it literally has a Baphomet, a Baphomet little flag right here holding like a a cross or holding like a trident or something. It's pretty crazy. It says that these guys are doing some really dangerous work, but they're willing to sit up over here and tell you guys that you can come do it. So talk about... uh, Talk about reinventing yourself. Talk about crazy things that are going on. American Group out of Vegas is one U.S. firm providing consulting and mercenary services to Ukraine. So while we're talking about actually engaging Ukraine and trying to not get involved in a war, uh, I mean, this is what this is. This is what warmongering is. This is what swords are. This is what mercenaries do. Of course, the same way we're talking about, what, cyber criminals, cyber hackers, and things like this. Listen, we're, we are involved in politics. The other, the things that are coming now are these accelerationists and these extremists, man. Even crazier things. Look at this. Mayorkas releases new rules on extremism. DHS will target anyone who believes that elections were stolen or who challenges Fauci's ever-changing COVID narrative. So, you know, just us. Us and our ilk, our type of folk. It says in Joe Biden's first year in office, in over two in over two million illegal aliens from dozens of countries walked into the United States into the United States across the southern border. The number this year looks even greater. Joe Biden and DHS Secretary Mayorkas immediately opened up the southern border after they came in office. Biden also set another record. Only fifty-nine thousand and eleven illegals were deported his first year in office. This is his lowest number since 1995. It should be obvious by now that Biden intends to destroy the U.S. before he leaves office. And now Mayorkas is working on a very important project. Rather than shut down the border, Mayorkas released released a new rule on quote extremism. The guideline on extremism behavior includes those who question the fraud in, t- in the 2020 election and anyone who questions the regime talking points on COVID and its treatments, including the mandate. So, of course, and I mean, we, the, the sad part is, is we've already heard these threats. And again, I'm not surprised that we would have this type of stuff coming from the establishment. They're teaching you to be obedient. The vaccine didn't work, the mask didn't work but they still have to teach you to be obedient and they have to fear monger you have to scare you in March, 2021 unclassified threat assessment prepared by the office of direction of of the director of national intelligence, ODNI, the department of justice and DHS noted that domestic violent extremists quote, who were motivated by a range of ideologies and galvanized by recent political and societal events in the United States pose an elevated threat to the homeland in 2021. The assessment pointed to a newer quote, socio political developments such as a narrative of fraud in the recent general election that embold- the emboldening impact of the violent breach of the U.S., capital, and conditions related to the COVID 19 pandemic and conspiracy theories promoting violence, and that quote, will also most almost certainly spur some domestic violent extremists to try to engage in violence this year. Over the half the U.S. population question, the results of the 2020 presidential election. Another half of the public questions the ever-changing COVID talking points coming from the medical elites, including Dr. Fauci, who lied under oath about his funding of Game of research in Chinese labs. And if you mention this, you may end up on their list. So yeah, again, just everything we covered in 2020, 2021, and now into 2022. But the sad thing is, is it's not even questioned. It's not even debated. At 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 a at another level, it's already understood. Check this out, another one from Gateway pundit. The only reason I'll be honest, the only reason I'm talking about this is because uh, Trump was in my home state, <laughs> my home state over the weekend. Uh, the fake news said my personality would get us into war, but actually, my personality is what kept us out of war. President Trump in Florence, South Carolina. That's hilarious. Uh, because I've grown up there. It's just hilarious to think that Trump is there. Let's listen.
2: <laughs> the
1: fake News said my personality would get us into a war. I'm telling you, that guy's going to get us into a war. But actually, my personality is what kept us out of war. I was the only president in nearly four decades who did not get America into any new conflicts. Instead, I brought our troops and our wonderful children back home. I brought them back home where they belong. Under Joe Biden, America is neither feared nor respected. There has never been a time where our country has been treated the way it is right now. Other countries are lecturing us and telling us what to do. And that's why we are seeing chaos and mayhem and
0: bloodshed all over the world. So true. So true. And again, we covered this just in the last episode, how Saudis didn't return his phone call. He had to go to Venezuela to beg for oil. Well, at the same time, reducing and halting how much we put out here. Yeah, man, people just don't uh, don't respect Biden. How can you? I mean, what's crazy is over the weekend, you had somebody like Lindsey Graham who said, oh, well, you know, if you can't like Joe Biden, you've got to do some soul searching. And to one degree, I can hear what he's saying because the guy's a, he's old, he's incompetent, he's he's half brain dead. dementia's beginning to set in. So, you know, it, it's its not about him. It's about how the establishment is using him as a puppet. But for Lindsey Graham to get up there and tell you that, you, you know, if you, you've got to basically slobber all up over Joe Joe Biden. This is more of the establishment propaganda. This is more of the emperor has no clothes. This is us just lying to ourselves, knowing full damn well that his incompetence is costing us our future. Let's move on. Uh, Australia's prime minister calls to change isolation rules for close contact of positive cases. Now wants to deal with COVID-19 like the flu. Wow, that's crazy. So what, like are you giving them sunlight? Are you like taking them out of this box and, I don't know, letting their immune system actually function? So what you're saying is you're not injecting inside of them dangerous chemicals and you're letting their body begin to develop antibodies in and in, 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 in the natural way of dealing with this? Incredible. Increíble. Do we even need to read that? Not really. Uh, exclusive. FBI documents uncovered the tie Americans to quote, neo Nazi Azov battalion group in Ukraine. Excuse me. Great. So not only are we going into a war that we shouldn't really be supporting, we are now tied with neo Nazis. Incredible. It says, well, who's this? Victoria Newland, Jeff Pyatt, Peter Poroshenko and John Kerry. And John Kerry has been saying, oh, (laughs) the war in Ukraine, that's going to distract from climate change. Climate change. This is in 2014. Oh, wow. Whoever Maxim Yarosh is. Maxim Yarosh, Maxim Yarosh. It says that FBI documents back up Putin's claim that the Azov Battalion in Ukraine is indeed a neo-Nazi group. Putin claimed one of the reasons that Russia invaded Ukraine was to eliminate the Nazis in that country. Many in the media wondered what he was talking about. We identified the Azov Battalion some time ago and even reported that some elements of that group showed up on January 6th at the Capitol. The group was shown on American TV and the announcers had no idea who they were, claiming these guys were getting ready for the Russian invasion. We also recently reported that the Azov Battalion is a Nazi group in Ukraine. We acknowledge that many Americans had never heard of the Azov Battalion, but indeed it it was a group in Ukraine. Let's acknowledge that the Nazis and the Russians hated each other in World War II. We have uncovered some more information connecting the Azov Battalion to neo-Nazis. In an FBI criminal complaint on October 2018, the FBI accused four men in Los Angeles of being neo-Nazis. These men were accused of essentially being behind the riots in the U.S., Note that the current FBI will never do the same for Antifa or BLM members, even though they killed people and caused billions of damage in 2022 or 2020. In the filing on page eight, the FBI notes that the RAM members, the group that accused, the groups the accused were associated with, the FBI labels the Yazov Battalion, who these guys met with as neo-Nazis. It says on August 1st of 2018, an Instagram user, quote, tagged right brand clothings account in a post containing a photograph of RAM members during their trip to Germany, Ukraine, and the Italy meeting with the Olena Semenyanka, the leader of the International Department for National Corps, which is a political party in the Ukraine that was founded in 2016 out of a regiment of the Ukrainian military called the Azov Battalion. Based on my training and experience, I know that the Azov Battalion is a paramilitary unit of the Ukrainian National Guard, which is known for the association with neo-Nazi ideology and the use of Nazi symbolism and which is believed to have participated in training and radicalizing United States-based white supremacy organizations. There it is. It says that uh, we have noted that two of the RAM members were at Charlottesville. One member got into an altercation with a woman who looks to be from Antifa. And what's crazy is I've heard that, uh, I've heard Stu Peters said this, Azov Battalion equals ISIS equals Antifa equals BLM. And I think we may begin to see this. It says, uh, here's Benjamin Daly. Ben Daly makes a throat slicing gesture at the Unite the Right rally in Charlottesville, Virginia, in 2017. And here he is attacking a woman. He's got her by the hair. Crazy. So these are the these are these are some of the neo-Nazi groups that you have Americans just so willing to run up on. We also know that at least one of those identified by the FBI, was in Ukraine and was filmed with one member of a neo-Nazi group in Ukraine, a woman called Olena Semenyaka. Crazy. It says, what is the deal with Biden's Justice Department that it will identify Ukrainian neo-Nazi but just ignore them on January 6th? Why does it target Americans connected to these groups, many of whom are set up but ignores many of the criminals in Antifa? MBLM who terrorized this country in 2020 because they're all connected. So there you have it. Americans are working with neo-Nazis. Watch out for the Azov Battalion. And again, this is just this is just more of this nonsense. I mean, I think we'll see it in the news crews whenever we get there or the radar read, you'll see it. Uh, it came out over the weekend that Ukrainian president Vladimir Zelensky gave a shout out basically to Meta, FedBooks Meta for running cover for them for basically kicking Russia off of their platform and allowing them to continually propagandize the people. You know, and let me go ahead and say this before we before we continue on. You've got to think about how this is somewhat of a good thing because we still get the face, we still get the Fed book, we still get the McDonald's, we still get all this other corporate nonsense. Russia being detached from the world system will probably make them much more Clearly, much more isolated, clearly, much more rigid, clear, clearly, much more stronger, but it'll also make them healthier and more resilient, right? Putin trying to say he's trying to get out these neo Nazis. These are people who are racial purit- purists and extremists. So, again, this is something internal and domestic that we should not be getting involved in. But if you have Americans, mercenaries, useful idiots, radicalized extremists, people that are in these white supremacy organizations, do you see how this thing spreads and so on a civil and cultural level it's there on a political level it's there and these things are already happening let's move forward uh three quarters of uk parents are not planning to let their five to or 11 year old children have the COVID jab this is good news this is good news you know, just like Scott Morrison, letting people out of isolation and letting their immune systems build. This is a good thing. Yeah, we shouldn't keep people locked up inside all day. We shouldn't keep people isolated. We should let children play. We should let their immune systems boost. We should let them experience this hardship. We should let them grow, man. You know it's crazy is uh, there was another article from the Gateway Pundit just a couple days ago where it had all these Italian children basically pleading to go out and go play, saying, hey, I'm unjabbed, they won't let me play. And you see them in their their uniforms, they're all excited, you know, and it's sad because of the scientific dictatorship. Let's read this quick article by Nima Harris. They put this up March 13th. Says only a quarter of UK parents are planning to have their primary age ch- school children vaccinated against COVID when the jab rolls out. Rollout reaches those age five to eleven next month. Research by polling firm FindOutNow.co.uk from the mail on Sunday found that 33% of parents, 33, 33% of parents were undecided, and 30% said that they would never, that they would not get their kids inoculated. The MOS reports that half a million 5- to 11-year-olds deemed clinically at risk have been eligible for a jab since January. The rollout will make 6 million more youngsters eligible. Responding to the findings, GP and author Dr. Philippa Kay said that, quote, I would strongly encourage parents to get their children vaccinated. Quote, people, who are, think, people are thinking about the risk of COVID, which thankfully is very mild in young children, but children are getting long COVID, which is a real concern. Most commonly, that manifests itself as fatigue, but there are other symptoms as well. We should not risk children missing more days because they are unwell. You know what this is is them just trying to get more data. They just want to get the data. you know I, I think again, no one's ever talking about i have you seen a COVID commercial talking about all the side effects? I've seen propaganda from social media influencers and all kinds of TikTok stars telling me to take the shot, things like this. But I haven't seen like an actual paid for pharmaceutical ad brought to you by Pfizer that tells you like all the side effects and all the other risks that are associated with taking this jab. I'll tell you that. But anyway, it's not about that. Three quarters of the UK parents are not planning to let their 5 to 11-year-old children have the COVID jab. Good for them. Yeah, just last week in Florida, they talked about saying, hey, we're, we're going to advise against letting healthy children take experimental gene therapies that haven't been t- proven to be tested yet. What a crazy concept. Good for those folks. Check this out. Russia, China, India, and Brazil launch an urgent investigation into the illegal US bio labs in Ukraine. Things are heating up. Remember we went into the weekend with into the weekend uh, with the Russian Federation convening like an emergency UN meeting, saying, "Hey, we've got the evidence, we've got the proof. What's up with this?" There's only, there's there, there's over 30 different labs here that the Chinese found. What's up? This comes from News Punch. They put this up March 13th. It says that uh, Russia, China, India and Brazil care are now calling for an urgent investigation into the illegal U.S.-funded bio labs in Ukraine, following bombshell testimony given to the U.N. Secretary Council on Friday. On March 6, 2022, a Russian news agency, RIA Novosti, released bombshell documents that, provo- that prov- proved Ukraine was working on, quote, biological weapons near the Russian border. According to the documents, the Ministry of Health in Ukraine ordered the biological pathogens to be destroyed in a February 24th ML. And here it is. Probably redacted. There's more, I'm, I'm assuming. It says that on Friday, Russian representative to the United Nations Vasily Labenzia accused the United States of using birds, bats and fleas for biological warfare using labs in Ukraine to develop deadly pathogens, including covid and what's crazy is uh, some of that information came out that they developed uh, race-specific bioweapons, race-specific bioweapons. And so wouldn't that make sense that you would have a, a radical extremist group like the Azov Battalion in Ukraine getting access to these race-specific bioweapons and then releasing them and say, oh, well, I don't know, America, to kill all the blacks, the browns, and all the other people that they think are racially impure. And so what's crazy is there's this there's, there's there's this Hollywood narrative right there, something that sounds like it's out of a movie, but this is now our life. This is, again, the bioterrorism that Bill Gates said, hey, we've got to prepare for. This is why they've called for a new pandemic treaty. It's crazy how all this stuff just happened, right? Synchronistically, uh, 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 synchronistically all at the same time. Moving on we'll come back to that i'm sure uh obama's white house doctor demands biden's recon- resignation he's got severe dementia whoa that's crazy because the sky's blue and water is wet i could I, I i agree with that former president barack obama's white house physician is demanding that joe biden resign immediately warning that he is in the advanced stages of dementia <laughs> it's so true that it's sad uh Ronnie Jackson, who served as the physician for both President Donald Trump and President Barack Obama, is blowing the whistle on how Biden is mentally unfit to hold office. I agree. Is there a clip? Let's see if there's a clip. There's only a tweet. There's only a tweet. Uh, It looks like an anger tweet. Put this out like two days ago. Uh, Jackson argues that the country is suffering because of Biden's dementia. Quote, Biden doesn't know what's going on with Ukraine. Jackson tweeted on Friday. Quote, He doesn't know what's going on with anything. Quote, he's not cognitively capable of leading, he warned. He needs to resign before our country suffers even more. I think, you know, that's just just some red meat for you guys. I think even people uh, who signed up for this are saying, okay, I want to get off this train. Get me somebody else. Can we have a new director, this guy, or, or a new conductor? This guy is causing way too many problems. There was immediate... Uh, voter regret. As soon as this guy got in the office, man, we covered it. But the sad part is, is that's not a joke. That's our future that we're playing with. This is our future that we're talking about. And again, you got brainwashed people who are like, "heck yeah, I'll pay seven bucks a uh, seven bucks a gallon." You take it, Putin, who buy into this propaganda, screaming at you with a mask on. You know, and it's 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 incredible. It truly is. Incredible. And so all they've done is they've just made us as demented as Biden, as senile as he is. So that's why you just don't pay him any attention. This was just some red meat for you guys. Check this out right here. World Economic Forum wants everyone who resists the Great Reset to be forced into a China-style re-education camp. An article from NoQ Report. Now, what I kind of want to do before I read this article is play that uh play that you will be happy promo it's not even a promo it's like one of those bumper ads and show you the future that Klaus Schwab has for us or the future that he intends for us and how this is a real thing but you see how this just how they just released this over the weekend 03, 12, 22, some symbology there, some numerology there. They just released this that, hey, if you resist, you will be forced into a re-education camp. And what did Alexander Mayorkas, the DHS secretary, say? If you question the election or you question COVID, we're going to label you an extremist and we're going to probably disappear you. You see how it's, how, again, they're teaching you to be obedient. They're teaching you that, yes, your elections are a sham. We selected this jabroni. Look at this clown. Look at that cackling witch, Kamala, who laughs at 3.5 million Ukrainian refugees. (laughs) Look at this. I know this is the cream of your guys' crop, but this is the crap that they want you to look at. Because what's happening right now is your nation is being hollowed out. It's being usurped. It's being used as a host system for this globalist order that we're creating, this new world order that we're creating. World Economic Forum wants everyone who resists the Great Reset to be forced into a China style, quote, re education camp. And this, again, this is the sad part is, is we, we, this is nothing new. They're just telegraphing that that's the plan. But again, you will know nothing and you will be happy. Wang Guan, a World Economic Forum young global leader, is pushing for those who resist Klaus Schwab's planned, quote, great reset to be thrown into communist Chinese style, quote, reeducation camps. Similar to the ones where Uyghur Muslims are forced to live in China's Zhejiang province, Wang's reeducation camps would be filled with people who support things like freedom and nationalism and the right to bear arms. Wang currently works as a chief political correspondent for a Chinese state-run media outlet that airs programming specifically for the United States. He is one of 112 young global leaders who was personally selected by Schwab for the role. Quote, the World Economic Forum has become notorious for globalist intervention around the world, including, but not limited to, pushing for the great reset amidst COVID-19, reported Natalie Winters for the National Pulse. You had to think. Justin Trudeau. Prime Minister of Canada, who, Klaus Schwab brags about, was also a young global leader. So was Vladimir Putin. But they removed him the minute that he began to invade Russia. There's all kinds of global leaders, but clearly we would have one from China that supports this type of over-the-top authoritarianism everywhere else. It's where they grew up. And it's what they want for us. Quote, the group seeks to abolish the property ownership at its core, summarizing the subjective through its controversial expression that you will own nothing and be happy. The same media outlet where Wang was installed by Schwab to brainwash Americans also defends the Chinese Communist Party genocide of the Uyghur Muslims. Let me pause right here, guys, because over the weekend I was uh I'm doing a lot of a lot of research into NFTs and things like this, right? And I'm on the Solana blockchain. And uh, I was just you know surfing around the way you do on the internet, and I found myself in the Telegram channel for Solana. One of their uh, one of their one of their, their feeds, and what's crazy, you know, is uh, I saw somebody in there who was talking about how uh, the yin is dead, you know, the Chinese party is collapsing, like all this stuff, and he was saying all this stuff. But at the very end, the most recent message, like, towards the, the bottom of the feed, one of the things he said is, like, please don't tell the Chinese Communist Party I said these things. Like, you see him, like, bad-mouthing China, bad-mouthing, like, the yin, bad-mouthing Xi, bad-mouthing at all. And then at, like, the very end, he's like, please don't say, I don't tell them I said these things. And I think that's so crazy because what he's saying is, like, even though the party's collapsing, even though none of it works, even though it's all a lie, like they still have so much power that they will do evil evil things even if you tell them the truth even if you speak the truth and so we've I've, what's crazy is i've gotten i've done like reports on that too some of the, the 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 tiktok influencers over there man like they're pushing propaganda they don't even know it or they do know it because they want to be in the good the good the, the good side of the communist party but what i'm trying to say is that there's 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 so much going on Uh, that people don't see how subtly they're being influenced to to be obedient to Big Brother. I mean, again, I think this took place over the weekend. Biden met with 30 different uh, TikTok influencers to break down what's going on in Ukraine. Because they know that nobody's watching CNN, nobody's nobody's watching MSNBC, nobody's watching any of these legacy media, old mainstream media uh, programs. They know that TikTok stars, social media influencers, podcasts, this new media, they know that's where that's at. And that's where they're figuring out uh, how do they censor narratives? How do they manipulate opinions? How do they modify behavior? How do they engineer society? How do they get people to be obedient? And people don't see how at this this point they're welcoming in and encouraging their own enslavement. And that's why everybody that comes here to America thinks America's free and should be free, but all of us brainwashed Americans think things like communism and socialism. Are good. And no, this is not me advocating for fascism or nationalism or any of this type of stuff. This is me just saying, we, we, we had a good thing and they're 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 changing it. They're telling you too, hey, we're changing the narrative, we're changing this, we're changing how we communicate, we're changing how we educate, we're indoctrinating you. And if you don't go along with the narrative, we will lock your ass up in some re-education camps. We will either lock you up in re-education camps or we will throw you down uh, the, 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 the memory hole. We will censor you from society. We will remove you like we remove Russia. We will do all these things. You will be obedient. As they say, you will own nothing and you will be happy. It says, in a short film put together to promote re-education camps, Wang explained how he believes that the living conditions of the Uyghur Muslims is a, quote, success and that it serves the purpose of the CCP to ethically cleanse China in this way. Quote, 44 countries, most of them the Muslim majority states, defended China's counter-extremism efforts in Xinjiang, commending China in its, de- in its development policies there and in providing care to its Muslim citizens, Wang said in the video, adding that quote, and they provided, and they probably have a point. The same feature also depicted survivors of these re-education camps praising the Chinese leaders for supposedly teaching them life skills to be successful. Well, we met a 33-year-old artist, Abuli Zakari Abuli, who perfected his painting skills in the re-education center and now works in a gallery, Wang said in the film. Oh, so we can, we can ethnically cleanse thousands of people as long as we get one artist. We can ethnically cleanse and re-educate millions of uh, Uyghur Muslims for years. As long as we get one good artist. Uh, quote, we caught up with 30-year-old Yuragol Yusan, who works in the hospitality sector. We found 26-year-old Rukia Yukap, who improved her Mandarin and now works as a real estate agent. And we met with 23-year-old Halineur, who now who's now a cashier at a restaurant. The CCP's concentration camps are just misunderstood technical colleges, apparently. <laughs> is, is what they're saying. Uh, let, let's let's see. How much more? It features a little bit more here. This is the guy that wants Americans to be thrown in re-education camps if we resist the new world order. <laughs> it says another World Economic Forum global leader who has been pushing this agenda publicly is, quote, Daria Kuliannick. And as the Post reported about her, Kuliannick confronted British Prime Minister Boris Johnson and demanded that NATO enter the war in Ukraine. It would seem as though Klaus Schwab has his minions all over the world pushing different agendas all at the same time. And as we have come to expect, all of it around revolves around his precious great reset. Truly and incredible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We have a, let's see, we have a couple more articles and then we'll hit this break. <laughs> But the World Economic Forum wants everyone who resists the Great Reset to be forced into a Chinastown re-education camp. You know what? I don't think it'll be a camp. I think it'll be a, a, a VR metaverse headset type deal. Or some type of uh, some type of technology where it just like puts you in a prison for like four years inside your mind even though it's like 20 minutes and you get rehabilitated. Camps and prisons are costly. Technology can be cheap and innovative, but I digress. The point I'm trying to make is they're teaching you to be obedient. They're bringing in this new world order. They have an overarching plan. This is why I've said it for years. There shall only be transhumans in this technocracy. In order for us to get away from all these people, we have to be like Russia. We have to detach from everything. We can't allow a single one of their things inside our systems because it will replicate. It will get worse. It will fester. Speaking of festering, check this out. My late husband was turned into soil at the world's first human composting factor facility. Look at this. So it's just, you know, getting you used to depopulation, dehumanization. And we've talked about this. The Sarco. There is a, uh, uh, this is not the Sarco. The Sarco basically is just like in a, a suicide capsule, a sarcophagus capsule type deal where you walk in it, they spray you with a quick mist. They show some pretty pictures on the, on the, on the view screen. Then they inject you with a cyanide or euthanize you. And then, you know, people come in after you're dead and then they just take your body out. It's an environmentally friendly way to commit suicide. Uh, and if you've ever watched something like Logan's run, that's exactly what that is. That's what the sarco is. What this is uh, is the human composting facility. Yeah. See, they're just trying to make it, again, environmentally friendly, that when you kill yourself, you'll be recycled into the earth. <laughs> it's, again, it's so crazy. So crazy. And we have a couple more, too. Uh, and this is this is exactly what Klaus Schwab wants. This is what they want for the climate change agenda, Agenda 21, Agenda 2030, uh, eco-extremists, things like this. Kill yourself for the earth. This is written by Harry, Harry Petit. They put this up. March 12th over here, the sun says when we die, we're faced with two routes through which we can depart the earthy realm, burial or cremation. But what if there was another way, one that was better for the environment and left our loved ones with a piece of us to take home? Would you like that? Instead of having like an urn, you can just have like a fern. That's where human composting comes in, a new trend in which bodies are turned into soil over the course of several weeks. Washington-based Recompose was the first company in the world to offer the practice when it opened its doors in December of 2020. Now, an American school teacher has shared why her late husband chose to hand his remains to the firm following his eight-year battle with cancer. Speaking to the Sun, Jennifer Bliss explained that the larger-than-life farmer, amigo Bob Castano, had a special connection with the planet. Quote, when we picked up his compost and I touched the soil that reminded me of him, a profound sense of peace came over me. Jennifer, 57, said, quote, it's been there for three months since he died, and I miss him very much. And touching the soil that he that had been his earthly body makes me feel like everything was okay. Jennifer met her husband through his grandson, who she taught at a, pre, at a preschool in California. They were together for 15 years. Bob was a painter in the field of organic farming for which he had been a staunch advocate since the 1970s. I'm not going to read it all there, but you guys get the point. Just more of that goodness. Wouldn't it be good if you just killed yourself for the earth? <laughs> you know, and, and, and I'm saying this, but you have to understand the long-term goals of these people to dehumanize you, to itemize you, to remove uh, your divinity. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with, you know, human composting. If that's what you want to do, by all means, please do it. Uh, but I just see this, again, as a larger thing. I see this as a and green type thing. Um, and again, we've, we've we've reported on this bio sludge, right? But this is a real thing. Bill, Bill Gates is actually doing a lot of this where, where I mean, we should just play like the Greg Reese report where he's literally using human composting. There's like a certain compound and then they're just throwing it back out there on the fields. Uh, the sad part is, is I'm acting like this is a, a, a big deal, but unfortunately it's already going on. It just shows you the trend of this world of ours. So look at this right here. This is probably why we're going to take a quick break. We're going to be... <laughs> the internet's meth underground is hidden in plain sight. It says regular meth users say online platforms have fundamentally changed the experience of using Worsening parts of an already blazing global meth addiction problem. So, so (laughs) meth, people are using, imagine people doing drugs using TikTok and things. And it's not even about this. This was just like one article I found because over the weekend I found this one as well. Police say six spring breakers suffered a cardiac arrest in the front yard after ingesting fentanyl lace cocaine so here's what's going to happen we're going to take a quick break and then when we come back we're going to get into more of the news more of this crazy stuff more of the things that are going down i think it's just so crazy again uh how fast things are accelerating how many other different things are taking place what all this portends for the future and again how you know i how and i can't say this enough like we really are not equipped to 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 adjust to society as fast as it's changing. Like, I, part of me like part of me says this, and then at the same time, part of me thinks like, what does society look like? What what did society look like? You know, during World War II, World War One. What did society look like? You know, uh, uh, in in pre-industrial time frame, before all technology, right? What does society look like before we take this massive plunge? Because I feel. Like everyone can see it. I went to Sam's Club this weekend and it felt like Walmart with how many different people were there how 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 fast things were moving, and it was kind of crazy, right? You would expect this you would expect this type of stuff from a grocery store. you would expect this type of stuff from everywhere else. but at Sam's club it was it was it was kind of crazy over the weekend, and so I'm asking myself, what does society look like b- before we take this massive plunge? They've called it the new normal, but it's something even deeper than that. But here's what's going to happen, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to be getting into the news. I've got a couple topics and things I'd like to break down with you guys. We're going to be getting into this and more on the other side. Ladies and gentlemen, don't go anywhere. This is Freedom Faction over here on Factions of Freedom, and we'll be right back right after this.
1: The young generation like uh, Prime Minister Trudeau, half of this cabinet, are actually young noble of the world. Right. We penetrate the cabinets. The change is not just happening. The change can be shaped by us. We have to prepare for a more angry world. How to prepare? Takes the necessary action to create a fairer world. I see the need for a great reset. So people assume we are just going back to the good old world which we had, and everything will be normal again. This is, uh, let's say, fiction. It will not happen. There is only one way this pandemic is going to go. It's going to get worse and worse and worse. The next crisis is already waiting for us around the corner, and it is the climate crisis. You will own nothing, and you will be happy.
3: hours please ensure that your personal wallet is appropriately funded your scheduled uber ride share will arrive in 10 minutes
0: Morning. Waging number 22177? New transfer? Yes. Good. Look up. Mm-hmm.
2: So, what do you think of your new work pod? Pretty nice, right? Yeah. It's a bit cramped, though. Oof. That's bad speak. I'll let you sort it out. See you at the mandatory Shibuya roll call dance later today. Yikes.
3: You have violated your employment smart contract. Replaying offending speech. It's a bit cramped though. This statement is in direct contradiction with the verified Snopes fact that OpenOffice 2.0 work pods are comfortably spacious, combining the safety of closed cubicles with the communal spirit of open office environments. You have been deducted 20 good boy tokens from your weekly income. (laughs) Warning! protected weekly income is insufficient to meet your weekly rental payment. Please ensure that your wallet
2: is appropriately funded within the next 68 hours.
1: Oh Oh my god. I crumbed.
0: welcome back ladies and gentlemen (laughs) salutations and thank you yeah you know it's it's i think what's so crazy about it is we now have other people that see the other that see this picture as well right we have several years worth of this type of work underneath our belt and it's not just digital we've done a lot of different things i'll just say that we've spoken at conferences we've taken trips down to the border we've We've done some stuff we shouldn't have done. We've participated, we've participated in protests. We've done a lot of different work. Uh, the viewpoint that is shared here comes from, again, several different years of what I what I consider these days as podcastivism. Uh, and we're not done, because we're not done. Uh, but salutations, my friends. Thank you for tuning in to this edition of Factions of Freedom. I'm your host, Noise Era, Freedom Faction, whichever you prefer. And we are joined by our exclusive members. And you have to understand You know, things are getting crazy. And I think because we have these several years worth of a perspective doing this, our our, our temperament's not the same as other people who are beginning to get activated, get aware, uh, see this. And it is harsh. It is intense. It is raw. There is no way for us to sanitize this. There's no way for us to put this in a nice light other than to give you the raw, hardcore facts of like what's going down. Do I have all the solutions? Hell no. Do I have? Do I even know a scope of the problem? Probably not. I probably know about a percentage. But it's 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 having an awareness to this that's even more important than anything because you can go back to your ignorance, put your mask up, Jesus. Don't breathe on me, my God. Get away from me. Social distance. You can you can live in your ignorance if you'd like to, but us here in the real world understand what's going down and we've got to figure out how to secure this. Because like I said before the break, they are trying to take us someplace we may not be able to come back from. What level of normalcy will we bring with us? What happens? I started this trans- this, 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 this transmission off talking about going through this transformative process. What happens when we go through this? We are definitely not going to be the people that we were, that we are right now. We have to retain, again, as I said before at the start of the show, some sense of reason, some sense of logic, some sense of compassion, some sense of humanity, some sense of understanding. And that's going to be hard because as as this system begins to crumble, as this stuff starts to come down, as the people who wake up who have been injected by this shot, as as their loved ones die around them, they're going to start thinking, I've got nothing left to live for. I've got nothing left to live for. They will gladly throw away their lives because, well, what's the point? They will have nothing but undying rage for these adversaries that we've had several years worth of talking about, understanding of seeing the long con. We saw this coming before they did. They will not have that same perspective. They'll be upset, rightfully so. The same way we're talking right now about our future, we have that future sight we can see a little bit farther. The same way we're talking about our future being taken from them. They won't see that. They will already, the, the the accelerationist mindset will consume them and they'll want to throw it all away. We've got to figure out how to offer safe harbor to these people. We've got to figure out how to wake these people up because our fight isn't with them. Our fight isn't even with, to a degree, Bill Gates. It's with the powers that control them, the powers behind them. It was all, it's all, again, it's not Joe Biden. It's the establishment that put him up there. And it's not even our establishment. That's the crazy thing. It's a foreign power that's controlling all this. You understand? Like I'm trying so hard to just like I have I have notes right here. I'm trying to read these to you, getting to article headlines and break down like what is happening. I, I'm I have no. There's the only thing that's propelling me to do this is God. And this desperate and urgent need to like wake people up and stay in this mindset and not fall back asleep, not believe the propaganda, not just let people tell me what to think. But again, to see what's going down and comprehend it and form my own viewpoint and still be able to function. What I'm trying to say is you don't see, people can't see how there is a, there is another force that is doing this. Like I said before, my problem is not with Bill Gates, it's with the forces of... That that that, that embolden him, that empower him. It's like it says in the Bible. For our, we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but against rulers and powers and principalities. What do we start this transmission off talking about? Restorative and regenerative principles. We're not talking about that. We've embodied these decadent and degenerate principles. And thus that's who that's what derives us, or that's where that's where people derive their power. That's why they call it disaster capitalism people profiteering off of death and chaos this is why they say oh never let a good crisis go to waste you got to wake up and we can't play their games because by playing their games we've already lost they set it up and so let me here's here's what i'm going to do instead <laughs> here's what i'm going to do instead I'm just going to make this quick this quick plug, and then I'm going to go into uh, some of the stuff that I have pulled aside here for you guys, right? Speaking of setting stuff up, man, you know, like I said, I've been mentioning it, I think since we started this whole season, uh, my NFT-like research, I get frustrated with this political stuff because that's what it is. It's, it's, it is a war of ideas. It is an ideology. It is a fight for freedom, right? And then I'm over here in this NFT space, and I see so many different things happening that I get frustrated uh, that we don't have this level of efficiency. We don't have this level of, of, of professionalism. We don't have our, we don't, we basically don't have our crap together. We really don't. It's good and important to be outraged by these things. But at the same time, it's important to produce work, to produce content, and to produce frameworks and things that people can join up on uh, that, again, involve social engineering, that involve actually impacting society. We started this transmission off talking about neo-Nazi uh, neo-Nazi battalions in Ukraine linking up with American uh, 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 American counterparts. That is a level of efficiency that does scare people. But imagine if we had free thinkers over here that had that same level of efficiency. I'm seeing again some of these some of these coders, some of these developers, and some of these entrepreneurs literally take the money that they're making from some of their NFTs and go buy like plots of land. And then every year they're going to start having like parties for being just a holder of their group. And so this is uh, Alparicio Verde, the Green Paradise. This is what we've talked to before on the show about, breakaway civilizations. And at the same time, Zebelian, people who are driven by discontent and malaise, seeing all this stuff go down, saying, I don't want to play COVID anymore. I don't want to play despot anymore. I don't want to play the gen anymore. I want to be a regent. I want to regenerate. I want to be restorative. I want to take this power, this momentum that we have right now before we blow ourselves up with it. And I want to do something positive with it. And we don't see this in politics. We really don't. That's why I'm getting so frustrated these days, like week after week doing the show is because I'm seeing week after week with some of just my investments financially in other people's projects improve and do better. And we're not doing that over here. We really are Like, f- yeah, for sure. Fuck Joe Biden. That's, that's, I, I think everybody gets that. But what are we doing about it? Are we, are, oh, we're just, we're, we're, we're yeah, we've got Parlor. Yeah, we've got Gab. Yeah, we've got Truth Social, right? We've got, uh, to a degree, we, we've got Rumble. We've got Mike Adams, Brighty on, bitch shoot, or uh, Brighty on and bitch shoot. But we do need more things like uh, like 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 Odyssey. We do need more things like Substack. We do need things like like, like Float. We need we need decentralized uh, systems, man. We need to pull apart from this system and create our own. And we have the technology. We literally do. We have the t- we have the technology. We have the creativity. We have the brain power. We have the manpower. These things can be done. I'm seeing it in live time. And so. Uh, what we're going to be talking about here shortly is one of the things that 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 is very serious: food shortages. Like we're already talking about the supply chain being disrupted, we've got we've got the uh, the Freedom Convoy of 2022 taking place in Canada. We've got the People's Convoy going around uh, the, the 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 DC Beltway. Right now, we've got uh, Ukraine being shut off on the on the world scale. They're one of the one of the, uh, Russia being shut off on the world scale. Uh, Ukraine is one of the major we producers. Just the other day I talked about 2.8 million children uh, uh, chickens coming down with 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 bird flu. So we're talking about food shortages. Some of the experts in the analysis are, uh, analysts are saying that by September of this year we can expect uh, food riots and ration uh, ration cards, food cards things like this the same way you got your vaccine passport, you'll have a a, a, a food port a food passport. And what's crazy is Steve Quayle talked about this, but to just realize that that's where we're steamrolling into, is is, is absolutely terrifying. What I am again seeing Generation Z and other people just break off, and they are being very very smart about it. This is this is this is again why you see kids making hundreds of thousands of dollars because they're building a whole new system. And 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 that's what I talk more about with the exclusive members. I started a whole separate blog. I'll put it to you, to you guys that way because I'm learning and doing so much in such a short amount of time over there. I'll put that in the description bar below. And I'm sharing that too with other people. And that's what I'm saying is I'm getting frustrated because we have, like I said, several years worth of work doing this. But I am seeing people in a completely different new space really innovate, build, and, 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 and prosper. And that is more exciting than fighting about stupid politics. Because I know where this leads. It leads to us having less rights, less respect for ourselves, being even more de- de- uh, dehumanized, being more polarized, less productive, right? Less l- less of everything. And so I know it seems like I'm ranting, but it comes from just seeing like the, fr- it, it, it sees, it, it, it comes from me just seeing so much potential uh, of being wasted. And so this is why I am desperately trying to figure out uh, not only how to transform this operation, but again, to take the momentum of what we've built over those several years and not only make myself prosper, but make, but make you guys prosper, make us all prosper, take care of us, because there is no one coming for us. I can You can believe that. There are, this is not some conspiracy theory. No one's coming for us. We really have to figure it out. And we have the tools. We just have to. I, I, I think. I, I know we will figure this out, and we have been figuring this out. We just will not figure it out. Dealing with these. These dealing with everything else. We can understand our stel- understand ourselves in the fight, but we can also understand ourselves in a different way. Uh, putting a, pu- putting all this down and retreating inside, retreating inward, not outward. But each have their own set of answers. But I'm ranting. Let me go ahead and just pull up the article for you guys, uh, and then we will start this segment. But again, if you guys want to support this operation, you want to get access to not necessarily my research, but uh, some of the other things that your boy's involved in, join us. Join us over there on our exclusive membership program. Now, I know going into the break, we were talking about fentanyl and meth and things like that. We could talk about that. I'll I'll, I'll figure out a way to, to. wing that in here you know that's that's again more of that red meat type stuff i think it's just crazy seeing how much drugs uh we're polluted by you know and i'll talk more about that when we actually get to the drug segment about how the fentanyl comes from the chinese and how they're killing us because they know that americans are becoming the gins and we take our drugs in abundance but look at this u.n warns russia's war in ukraine could spike global food prices by 22%. An article by Julia Conley, Via the Common Dreams, they put this up March 13th. I'm only going to read a little bit, because you know me, I'll read it all. little video there, too. It says that uh, with dozens of countries around the world relying heavily on both Ukraine and Russia for food supplies, the United Nations warned Friday that the ongoing war is likely to significantly drive up global food prices and worsen malnourishment in the global south. With both Ukraine and Russia's ability to produce and export food uncertain, a global supply gap could, quote, push up international food and feed prices by 8 to 22 percent above their already elevated levels, said the UN Food and, Organiz- and Agriculture Organization. Two weeks into Russia's invasion of Ukraine, which has killed more than 560 civilians and forced more than 2.5 million people to flee the country, FAO said up to 30 percent of the Ukrainian wheat fields will not be harvested in the the in 2022 to 2023 season due to the violence quote cereal crops will be ready for harvest in June said FAO director General Ku dong you quote whether farmers in Ukraine will be able to harvest them and deliver them to the market is unclear. Massive population displacement has reduced the number of, of agricultural laborers and workers. Ukraine is the world's fifth largest exporter of wheat products while Russia is the largest. Combined, the two countries export more than a third of the world's grain products, including 19% of barley supplies, 14% of wheat, and 4% of maize. Russia is also the top exporter, uh, exporter of fertilizer products, with many countries in Europe and Central Asia relying on Russia for more than half of their fertilizer supplies. So, it's just, it just comes on and on and on. And there's a little tweet right here. From Al Jazeera, says the Middle East and North Africa face a wheat crisis as Ukraine and Russia, two of the world's key wheat producers, are at war. It's got a little infographic video here that shows uh, the top wheat exporters around the world. And it looks like the U.S. is doing pretty good. Canada is doing pretty good. About 2017 is whenever Russia took over. And like I said, we've got the we've we've got the uh, Freedom Convoy of 2022 taking place in Canada right now, so things are kind of shut down. But moving on, check this out: Fiat currencies are going to quote fail spectacularly, Lawrence Lapard. This is submitted by QTR's Fringe Finance. So this is a fairly lengthy article. The only reason I kind of want to dip into this, we're not a market analysis podcast. <laughs> we're kind of a hodgepodge of everything. But the only reason I wanted to touch on this is, again, I've been doing a lot of research in NFTs, cryptos. Just last week, Joe Biden talked about signing an executive order to regulate cryptocurrencies uh, and at the same time launch a digital dollar. And so I just think it's crazy that as we have record inflation, the, the Great Reset, the Universal Basic Income, all this stuff, uh, we will see our dollar collapse because that's the point, is to get us off of this fiat system and get us onto a global currency, a one-world government. Programmable digital currencies will be just that, but before we get there, our fiat dollars have to be basically useless, more so useless than they already are. I saw Grant Cardone on... <laughs> I saw Grant Cardone on the uh, Jake Paul. Is that Logan Paul or Jake Paul? One of the Paul brothers. I think it's Logan Paul. Yeah. I saw Grant Cardone and Logan Paul talking and they were talking about how much money they had in the bank. And he laughed at him and he said, why do you even have money in a bank? Why do you even have money in a bank? And at this point, he's right. Your money's not really doing anything in a bank besides like making somebody else rich. You really need to get on these digital assets. That's that's really what I'm trying to tell people. If you want to, if it, and I'm not saying you know it's a safe place to hedge your bets or it's a safe investment or anything like that with any type of investment, there's risk. Again, I'm not a financial advisor. We're not a market analysis podcast. That's not what we're doing here. But your money means nothing to these people. You need to figure out how to make your money work for you. And this is not the the the, the, the chat we're going down. But again, let's read this article. Fiat currencies are going to fail are, are going to fail spectacularly. Going into the weekend, Joe Biden did that creepy whisper thing where he he whispered into the microphone and said, I blew up Russia's economy. This is not a good thing. He's, he's, he's proud to blow up their economy, which is clearly intrinsically linked with ours. This is going to affect us. And you're already seeing it with gas prices. Uh, you know, and it's, and it's really not even it's not even uh, Putin's fault with the gas. They've been printing all kinds of money forever and we've had these inflation problems. And now this thing with Russia is an easy thing for them to blame, but let's read this quick article a little bit and then we'll move on. I just want to get this on record again about how uh, we can prepare for an economic collapse, a financial implosion, hyperinflationary collapse uh, and why it's important to be at least speculative of other alternatives. Says friend of fringe finance, Lawrence Lepard released his most recent investor letter a few weeks ago with his updated take on the monetary miasma spreading across the globe. Larry had joined me for several interviews last year, and I believe him to be one of the one of the muted voices that the investing community would be better off considering. He's the type of voice that gets little coverage in mainstream media, which, in my opinion, makes him someone worth listening to twice as closely. He said that uh, Larry was kind enough to share with me his thoughts heading into 2022. Before Russia had invaded Ukraine, Larry predicted that a, quote, crack-up boom could be on its way and also offered his take on gold, inflation, and monetary policy, Bitcoin fiscal policy, the ongoing supply chain crunch, and much, much more. That analysis is included. Now, that the, now, the invasion of Ukraine has helped catalyze a number of his prediction scenarios. Here, is, here are several fringe finance excerpts from Larry's thoughts on the Ukraine invasion and the markets heading into 2022 from prior to the invasion. It says that Russia inviting Ukraine has caused a monetary earthquake. What has happened in the last two weeks is enormously important and misunderstood by many investors. The Russian invasion of Ukraine and the corresponding Western sanctions and the seizure of Russian FX reserves are nothing short of monetary earthquake. The last comparable event was Nixon's abandonment of the Gold standard in 1971. Russia, with a backing of support of China, just told the world that it is no longer going to sell its oil, gas, and wheat for Western countries, which is which are programmed to be debased. The West is West in response just said that all countries around the world, quote, if you have foreign exchange reserves held in our system, they're no longer safe if we disagree with your politics. So they're basically saying like, hey, if you don't do what we say, we're not going to do business with you. So Russia pulling out could lead to other people pulling out. It is similar to what the Canadians did when they moved to seize the Bank of Canadians who who had demonstrated support for the truckers, Without due process of law, both of these political moves are blatant advertisements for what I call "quote non-state controlled money," without counter without counterparty risk, like gold and Bitcoin. If governments can weaponize their money when they do not like what you are doing, what is a natural defense? Gold will because of Russia. what if Russia is doing. It says that the U.S. dollar has been the reserve currency currency of the world since World War II and the Bretton Woods Agreement. This has given the U.S. an enormous advantage and a subsidy from the rest of the world because everyone else needs to produce goods and services to obtain dollars, and the U.S. can simply produce dollars at no cost by printing them. Putin is now cast in the role of Charles de Gaulle, who complained about the, quote, exorbitant privilege of the U.S. with its dollar hegemony. As we all know, de Gaulle, de Gaulle demanded gold in exchange for France's U.S. dollar foreign exchange surpluses, and this, now, and this outlaw forced Nixon to close the gold window. Recall that uh, Recall that post that even event, uh, you know, I'm just going to go ahead and move forward. I want to, I'm just going to be a little biased here and see if I can find anything on Bitcoin or at least follow, find something on uh, the dollar failing spectacularly or fiat uh, sp- failing spectacularly. He says that why soft gold and Bitcoin prices, gold and Bitcoin, analog and digital sound money, respectively, are the two monetary fire alarms in our system. Gold began 2020 at 1500. It is at 1830 at the year of 2021. Appreciation of 18%. Bitcoin began at began 2020 at eight thousand dollars a coin. It closed 2021 at forty seven thousand dollars with an appreciation value of 487%. As we discussed in the past. We believe the price of gold is heavily suppressed with the future markets and the issuance of paper claims on gold. Bitcoin does not suffer from this problem yet, although there is a $2 billion futures market in Bitcoin. Bitcoin's total market value is $966 billion, and it trades approximately $25 billion of value per day on its chain transactions. We do not believe the futures market is a big factor in Bitcoin price discovery yet. But there is no doubt that leveraged Bitcoin exchanges and their growth have had impacts on prices. Still, Bitcoin is is the monetary debasement fire alarm, which is working. Both the Bitcoin and gold prices are somewhat soft at present. Gold is 11% below its recent all-time high. Bitcoin is 40% below its recent all-time high. We believe this is occurring because the market is reacting to the threat of less monetary accommodation. And while we can see that the Fed is trying to slow down the printing, sort of, as stated above, we do not believe that the in, that the intermediate term they can stop in any sort of meaningful way. So, inflate or die, inflate or die. So, that's what I'm saying. Your dollars are quickly becoming useless. Uh, you know, fifty dollars feels like five dollars. Ten dollars feels like a single dollar. We're, we're 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 already feeling the crunch, you know. And again, I've heard this before that $12 million today will feel like a, a million dollars in, uh, in 10 years. And so this whole administration, they've been lying to us about inflation and how it's non-existent. They called it transitory. And now they're talking about how it's here to stay. And now we're just getting more and more reports about how weak our dollar is becoming, how you know Russia pulling out, how that's also going to affect our dollar. And how at the same time, this signals to other nations that, hey, uh, if you're doing something that the Americans don't agree with, they can pull your funding. So what I'm trying to say is we may see our dollar collapse. We may see the the collapse of the U.S. dollar. I don't know what will replace it. I don't know. But it's not looking pretty. Let me read this. Let me me just read off some of these, these articles. Or some of these uh, some of these topics I have over here. Because I was listening to Mike Adams of Natural News over the weekend. And he was just breaking down some pretty crazy stuff to me. You know, the stages of depopulation, a breakdown of society, starvation, uh, how the elites are taking orders for something something extraterrestrial, uh, these austerity measures, how they want us to get used to eating less, making our dollar Slash food stretch, how we don't have that, how we're going back into a less industrialized, high technological era. You know, they're expecting empty shelves by September with $10 loaves, $10 bread loaves. Could you imagine that? $10 bread loaves. Uh, they said that the crop reports are going to come in in May. Yields are going to be down, fertilizer shortage. Uh, farmers are planting less because, well, the gas is going to cost more. Uh, how April right around now is a planting season. They're not going to have a whole lot. Food riots are coming food rationing cards. This is why they're saying stock tile food, man. Yeah. I just, I had these over here sitting here and I had to, I had to speak about these as we're talking about uh, the UN wars that Russia's war in Ukraine could spike food prices, 22%. So if there's anything I can say by just like prattling off all those topics and things to, 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 talk about with you guys is get storable goods. I went by, I went by uh, uh, Sam's club this weekend and it felt like Walmart. It felt like Walmart with how many people were there uh, again, how fast things were moving, how many different shopping carts there were, you know, and that was only one trip and that, that's, that still didn't feel like enough, you know, and what's crazy too, uh, listening to Mike Adams, he talked a little bit more about uh, food rationing, and how, when Obama signed the NDAA of 2012, the National Defense Authorization Act of 2012, how there was a provision in there that talked about uh, uh, basically commandeering food, right? The same way before, like I think World War One, they had, they went through and they gave people they confiscated all the gold, but they gave them slips in return, nationalizing food depots and things like this. To where they're basically saying hey you're not allowed and and this is it was it, it, it again it's so crazy because i can already see it uh you're you're going into some of these stores and they're like madhouses you're seeing people steal uh you're seeing people break into things you know you're seeing police op- you're seeing security guards be feckless and useless you're seeing the police officers basically there they're going to turn the, they're going to turn these grocery stores they're going to nationalize these grocery stores into like whole facilities. Right? It's going to get to a point. This is why they're getting you used to like so much crime and so much civil unrest and destabilization. It'll get to a point to where businesses won't be able to operate. I think we actually have an article about that. If not, I can, I kind of remember it. It was at the, <laughs> it was that Amazon workers were beginning to, Amazon was, 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 what was it called repositioning workers due to the amount of crime actually i think we put this on our telegram let me see if i can find it for you guys i just want to show you some of the some of the pictures or some of the footage of what's going on in seattle it's uh but it'll get to a point right where things are so crazy the thefts are there the crime's out of out of control to where they'll have to offer some some sense of some sense of protection i mean people still need to eat and so what they'll do is they'll let it get out of control. You'll have to go to one of these food depots. You'll have your food rationing card, where you'll be authorized uh, to have food. It'll tie into your vaccine passport. It'll tie into all the other crazy things that they have planned for you as well. But here, let me see if I can just play this clip for you guys, or at least pull up the uh, the article. And I know it sounds fantastical, but I can already see the seeds and the groundwork uh, being laid. Yeah, right there. Due to violent crime wave in Seattle, Amazon is removing workers from downtown offices. There's just a little video here that goes along with it. Let's see if we can get it played. But that's the point. It'll get to a point to where it's like insufferable to where you won't be able to just enjoy the comforts of a regular grocery store, you know, and this will again too pave the way for a cashless society where you can go into these stores because nobody wants to bring their food card, but you can go into these stores if you have your shot or if you have your chip or, you know, what have you. Like, all cops can do is just, like, walk up there and flash a light. This is this is how handicapped police are in Seattle. They just walk up and shine a light on people to, to, to scatter them away. Like, how crazy is that? Audio listeners, you guys can't see it. But that's basically, like, what happened is this dude just rolled up. Shine a light on on all. I don't know. Are these homeless people? Are these are these bangers? Like what's going on here? I don't know. Let me read this quick article. <laughs> let's let's read this quick article again just to get a little bit reset and then we'll talk more about this. But it says that uh this comes from Survive the News. They put this up March 13th. Due to violent crime wave in Seattle, Amazon is quote removing workers from downtown offices. It says the Democrats have destroyed another city. Amazon is, quote, temporarily removing workers from downtown Seattle due to a violent crime wave. Up to to 1,800 employees are affected by the move. The Seattle Times reported that, quote, Amazon.com is temporarily removing workers from a downtown Seattle office so employees don't have to travel to an area that's seen a spate of shootings, carjackings, and other violent crimes. Given the recent incidents near Third and Pine, we're providing employees currently at that location with alternative office space elsewhere. An Amazon spokesman said in an emailed statement, quote, we are hopeful that the conditions will improve and that we will be able to bring employees back to this location when it is safe to do so. And so this is what you're seeing, you know, just just the streets of Seattle, got a 12-pack of Heineken cracked open on the side of the street. I'm sure there's probably needles, heroin, and feces and things like this. Hey, here's here's how we're going to Here's how we're going to get into cocaine or fentanyl-laced cocaine and you know how the meth uh, community is thriving thanks to to, to to the Internet. Here's what it is. Getting back into the article, it says, During the riots in the summer of 2020, Amazon was among the corporations that supported Black Lives Matter efforts. It says that, quote, On Amazon, Amazon on Monday became the latest tech company to face criticism for sharing public-facing statements supporting police reform and the Black Lives Matter movement while continuing internal police policies and business practices that perpetuate the status quo. Amazon on Twitter called for an end to the, quote, inequitable and brutal treatment of black people in the U.S. and has put a, quote, Black Lives Matter banner banner at the top of its homepage. Its chief executive officer, Jeff Bezos, on Sunday posted on Instagram an email from a from a customer criticizing the BLM banner on the Amazon's homepage and said the emailer is kind of the customer he's quote happy to lose so there you have it so there you have it the streets of Seattle and so getting back into the main point of this this rant which we will piggyback into talking about drugs and all these other things uh it'll get this bad to where you will have to be authorized in order to have food the same way these police just like roll up on these people and shine a light on them they'll say hey where's your card are you supposed to be here? Let me see some identification. Things like this. It seems far-fetched right now, but should I play videos of people who have like, like 10 steaks stacked on top of them as they just like stroll out of, out of out of their local grocery store? Or maybe I should just play some clips of, of people loading up bags inside of Walgreens and Walmart and CVS and then just running and walk, not even running, like walking out the street, strolling. uh, Who's that that comedian, Michael Rappaport? Even that guy's seen it. So what this is, again, is just getting you used to crime, getting you used to to, to third world status, getting you used to civil unrest, thefts, violence, things like this, and with that comes authoritarianism. Right. With with that comes, OK, well, if you're going to be decadent, if you're going to be like this, other people who aren't going to be like this, they're going to try to, quote, protect them. That's where the food rationing cards come in. That's where turning your local ga- your local uh, Walmart into a martial law facility comes into place. And they'll have a whole separate they'll have a whole separate. uh array of things for people on EBT and government cards and things like this. But the main thing I'm trying to get you guys to understand is the food shortages are coming. And we are careening towards them. We've been sold a bill of goods. People don't see that this support for Ukraine is a bad thing. Like I said before, you've got people saying, heck yeah, I'll pay, I'll pay seven bucks a gallon for, for, for gas, just to put it to Putin, just to have a clean conscience or two, like Stephen Colbert said these people are something else but let's read this real quick right let's 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 read this cuz i got it here as well speaking of homelessness uh, civil unrest austerity things like this phoenix's Tant city expands to nearly 1000 as the housing affordability crisis worsens a massive homeless encampment in, in downtown Phoenix, Arizona, known as "quote the Zone," raises eyebrows as the shelter's population swells to more than nine hundred people. The Zone is located on Ninth Avenue, Jackson Street, Thirteenth Avenue, and Jefferson Street in Phoenix, down the street from the Arizona State Capitol complex. Now, one of the reasons I want to I wanted to read this or at least talk about this is because you know one of the things we we, we pointed out. When looking at this economic situation that we found ourselves in, this economic collapse and the arrest and more, I've said it before, we're we're going into a depression, no doubt. But at the same time, uh, there was a whole new class of homeless people that was created because of COVID. They tricked them into going home and staying at home and losing their skills and losing their opportunity and taking the money, getting put on the Trump bucks and the pandemic dollars. The universal basic income trial period, uh, and then you know that that business and job wasn't there whenever they decided to get back to work if they if if the money ran out. So there's a whole new class of homeless people, and I'm not surprised that it's swelling, and I'm not surprised that we're we're, we're seeing more homeless people. And again, with this inflation, we can expect to see even more homeless people. And this is why they're getting used to refugees, migrants, things like this, because they're trying to make us homeless. This is also a part of how you will own nothing and you will be happy. And we can see this, right? Like, like our generation right now, we're seeing how we're having to fight every single day for, for, for basic survival, right? We're entering, we're entering into that third world status, right? Making a dollar stretch our food, doesn't last as long like things things are bad right bills are high everybody's got these problems right like you are not alone but that's what they're doing they're trying to make it so unbearable for us to live by our bootstraps having a having a a, a solid job because they want you to be poor they want you to be homeless and 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 it crystallized you know it, it crystallized for me just a couple of days ago Funny that we're talking about this in this context. It crystallized for me a couple days ago. Whenever you know I was driving to go get some dinner, I saw this guy hopping out of his truck. You know, it looked like he had he looked like he had on his clothes that he had had on forever. That he's you know just getting done with working, and he's filling up his truck right there. And then I'm seeing this this guy with all new everything. I mean, all new beanie. All new jacket, all new undershirt, or all new shirt, all new undershirt, all new jeans, all new uh, shoes. And he's he's running around all super fast as I'm looking at this guy hop out of his truck to put gas on. And so what I'm trying to describe to you is this this, this schism, this, this picture, this scene where you're seeing a hardworking man in clothes he's had on forever, getting done with work, putting gas in his truck, about to go home. Versus a homeless man, probably on welfare, probably on government handout, with all new everything. And my mind, like, had a hard time reconciling, like, what I'm seeing. I'm seeing one dude who's, like, you know, a hardworking dude, taking care of himself. And I'm seeing over here a homeless person, in all new everything, looking for quarters on their ground. Looking for quarters in cigarettes. And then he finds one like outside of a a, a, a healthcare center's space. And so what I'm trying to describe to you guys is just how this is this is the great reset. This is this is the great haves versus the have nots. This is what the wiping out of the middle class was. This is what Joe Biden's supposed to do. He's waging war against the middle class because they want us to be poor. They want us to be despot. They want us to be broken. They want us living underneath the austerity measures. The same way a couple episodes ago, we played for you guys that that, that Texas uh, homeless man that found himself in California getting paid $800 a month to be homeless. That's what they want. They want you to own nothing, and they want you to be happy about it. That's why they're trying to make our conditions so insufferable and so unlivable that we stop working, that we go on the government plantation, that we accept everything that they're doing. And they conditioned us with this last, a couple of years ago with the lockdowns. You see, that's what I'm saying. It's not just about the homeless. It's not about, it's all of it. They're trying to make you homeless. That's why you're seeing again, a whole new crop of homeless people. That were used to the Netflix, that were used to the Uber Eats, that participated in the the gig economy, right? But that economy is not there. And what do you think the economy is going to look like, right? When they begin to shut things down, shutting down our power supply, shutting down our oil production, shutting down our trade with 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 with, with world powers, right? The chip shortages, right? The prices of vehicles, right? New and used. They want to, again, get us used to being poor. These are the austerity measures. Phoenix's tent city expands to nearly 1,000 as the housing affordability crisis worsens. And don't get me started on BlackRock. Don't get me started on uh, multi, mul- big conglomerate, multinational corporations buying up all of the affordable houses and jacking up the prices. This is again what they want, because they're setting the stage again for the global system, getting us off of the off of our fiat currency system, so that they can skip track real quick and put us in this new world order system. That's what they want, and so imagine this, right? Imagine you're 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 poor, you finally you finally surrendered, you finally bend the knee, you figure out, okay, well, I'm homeless. Who do I talk to about getting a house? They say, "Oh, you can have a house. You just have to take this. You have to take the COVID shot, and you have to show up every every other month or so for however long. They'll give you your COVID shot. They'll give you free healthcare. They'll give you affordable housing. They'll give you an. uh, uh, I was going to say an Obama phone. They'll give you a free phone. We've all seen homeless people with a free phone. We'll give you free money. We'll give you EBT. We'll give you everything." And who do you think is going to be behind that? BlackRock and Klaus Schwab's World Economic Forum. The International Monetary Fund. We see it already. That's why you have migrants coming over here with like little pamphlets that show you how to get to America through the United Nations. They literally give them debit cards and then charge it up. Like we're already seeing parts of this 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 this, this globalist great reset takeover happen. And all they need is a great power outage just to say, oh, well, looks like that sucked. Let's try this over here. And, you, and how many people do you think are going to say, oh, well, you're right. This is the next logical step. Completely unaware that what they're basically doing is signing up for a new system of slavery, a new system of enslavement, where you're right. You will own nothing and you will be happy. We always hear stories about people getting on EBT and food stamps, but we never hear stories about people getting off. Because what it's designed to do is to keep you on that plantation where government becomes daddy and you do everything they say. You jump through those hoops. To where you're a ward of the state. You're a serf. This is what I mean by neo-feudalism. Where they will have a worker class, right? You'll have a, a designated job. It'll come with it, right? some skill-based thing or whatever something that they do that tells you what your position is to 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 make you uh a productive member of the society that they're creating and this is how it starts right and and and, and I I saw this I saw parts of this too whenever whenever we were in the thick of the pand uh, the thick of the lockdowns and we were talking about you know uh jobs being taken away businesses being shut down Governor Gavin Newsom said I have a solution. I know what people need to do. They do need to work, you're right. So you can volunteer working at my wine yard. <laughs> at the thick of the pandemic where people's life savings were being drained and depleted, Governor Gavin Newsom stepped up and said, "You're right, people do need to work. So I'm going to let them av- I'm going to let them volunteer to work as my serfs." on a volunteer basis so I don't have to pay you at my wine yard so I can still export my wine, but you're not allowed to have a job or have income. That's what they want for you. They don't want you, again, to have anything, but they want to give you a sense of purpose that works for them. This is, again, that high-tech, neo-feudalistic system that they're creating. This is the Great Reset. And you don't think that they'll use food as a weapon? You don't think they'll starve the people into submission and compliance? Listen, they did not get the numbers they wanted with the vaccine. Not enough people died. They can't usher in this great reset with all of us waking up to it, pushing back against it. They have to starve us into submission. And the same way that whenever we had covered James, that homeless individual who is offering fentanyl, here there's more of that drug reference, fentanyl to kids aged 14 and 15, he's not a threat to the system. He's a part of the system. He's what they want. They want you bombed out of your mind, drug addicted, sitting on the streets, kicking rocks, looking for cigarettes on the side of the road. That's what they want for you. They don't want you having a business. They don't want you engaging in social engineering. They don't want you talking about restorative or regenerative principles. They don't want you building yourself up. They don't want you starting a family. They don't want you really impacting the, the, the community. No, what they want for you is drugs. What they want for you is despotism, decadence and degeneracy, hedonism and savagery. Just just evolved savagery. That's all they want. Let me read this real quick. Right. Because because we talked about these things before we talked about it, we played clips of it as well. Looking at what's going on over there in Seattle. Maybe I should just pull up that Seattle clip while we're reading this. Right? The internet's meth underground. Hidden in plain sight. It's a fairly lengthy piece. I'm not going to read it all. Oh, look at this. The endless party on Zoom. The endless party on Zoom. So you've got people on Zoom just mething out. Mething out. You know, and the sad part is a lot of this is escapism. A lot of this is, is, is again, rampant drug abuse, mental health. A lot of this is, a a lot of this could be fixed. Let me read this, 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 the endless party on zoom. It says that at 1 PM on a Wednesday in February, a DJ and of a DJ in front of pink flashing lights played a trance song that included audio snippets from Netflix's Squid Game for a crowd of 90 people. The performance wasn't at a warehouse rave, it was in a Zoom room, organized around meth use. While hardcore pornography streamed, members of the audience with lightly lightly coded usernames referencing meth, clouds, and quote slamming showed themselves injecting, or slamming, and smoking clouds of meth, having sex, passing out, and eating lunch. For meth users on Zoom, it was just another day. While Zoom became a household name during the COVID-19 pandemic, the platform was familiar to many meth users for years before it went mainstream. According to Paul and other current and former meth users, Zoom has been used since at least 2018 to hold host large-scale online meth parties, oftentimes for LGBTQP men, a community ravaged by methamphetamine use, but also among mixed gender groups. Putin said his he first start, or Paul, Putin, <laughs> oh, too much Russian. Paul said he first started to see Zoom used amongst meth users and, and in-person parties where people would get together to use drugs and have sex called party and play in the queer community. Initially, the technology was used to connect in-person parties from around the world with links easily searchable in the search engines and shared on, how, on the now-defunct social platform Google+. Over time, and boosted by the pandemic, according to Paul and other people who had participated in Zoom meth scene, The online meth community became more organized, distributed, and oriented around individual users. Today, it's easy to find Zoom links to rooms on social media sites like Reddit, Twitter, the group chat platform, Discord, MeWe, and alternative social media platforms with little moderation, and via search engines like Google and Bing. Inside the rooms, many of which go around the clock for weeks at a time and use paid accounts, it's common for at least 50 50 to 150 people to be on Zoom. Using meth at the same time. So there you have it. You know what's crazy is I heard that I heard that China developed Zoom. That's why we don't use Zoom. That's also why we don't use meth. You imagine being a part of that party. You're just sitting there, seeing other people do meth, shooting up hair, shooting up meth, smoking meth, mething out. You know, I'm out here in New Mexico. We have Breaking Bad. Meth is a real issue. I talk with a couple people about it. I guess I just don't understand it, man. You got people that are up for like three days at a time. And they and they and, and and they're all crazy, man. They're all crazy. Meth-induced psychosis is a real thing, too. Like people for real, legit lose their mind smoking meth. But the fact that this is like a socially acceptable thing is kind of sad. And again, outside looking in, I just think these people need help. Right? And they also need God. Uh, but again, this is what's promoted. This is what's promoted. Police say six spring breakers suffered cardiac arrest in their front yard after ingesting fentanyl-laced cocaine. And what's crazy is a subsequent article coming came out talking about how one of them was a cadet at West Point, and West Point is one of these military schools, one of these elite. Ivy league military schools. So what I'm trying to say is even people at uh, these elite military schools do cocaine. Police say six spring breakers suffered a cardiac arrest in front of yard after ingesting fentanyl laced cocaine. Part of me thinks like, did they have the COVID shot? Like right. Myocarditis, pericarditis, or was it the fentanyl laced cocaine? Was it the fentanyl? Was it the cocaine? There's a whole lot of things going on here. But the sad part is is, is, is I'm sure this is not an isolated event. And what's even more strange uh, is I remember right around September doing reports about how drug users came out talking about how fentanyl began to take over the scene. We were talking about meth right there, uh, heroin, heroin. Is, is, is also a massive issue here in the West. And so what did America, what happened is those reports in September talked about how uh, once Joe Biden began to get in office or that, that whole, or not office, uh, whenever we pulled out from Afghanistan, right around that time period is whenever uh, fentanyl came in. Heroin users and junkies and addicts, Vice did like a whole report on it, talked about how right around in September, uh, when we had had pulled out from Afghanistan, that they had also noticed noticed that the drug trade switched up, that uh, Chinese-made fentanyl came in. And this is a big deal because they know that Americans love their drugs. And so beforehand, it's not that we didn't have fentanyl. Some of it came from the Mexicans. Some of it came from Mexico. A lot of the cocaine we get comes from Mexico. I can tell you, I'm out here in New Mexico. I know a couple of Migos. And I know a couple of cartel people too. I'm just saying. So what I'm trying to say is, of course, the Mexicans and the Chinese are going to team up against the Americans and push that stuff. Because at the same time, Americans don't know about fentanyl. We don't test our drugs. So we'll shove anything up there. And that's exactly what the Chinese are expecting for us to do. We don't care about where it comes from. We just want to feel good. So am I saying that the Chinese are mixing fentanyl and cocaine? I'm not. But I'm saying it could definitely happen. They're shipping in the fentanyl. They're trying to take over the drug trade. It would only make sense for them to mix. And these are two white powdery substances. And again, people don't test their drugs. This is a sad situation right here. But again, this is emblematic of everything else that's going on. Remember, we talked about James, that 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 California homeless man getting paid $800 a month to be homeless, and how he took a 14 and a 15-year-old kid and he said, listen, I can't get you any opioids, but what I can do is I can get you fentanyl, and you're not going to stop doing fentanyl, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to teach you how to revive your friend with some Narcan if in the event this goes wrong. So the homelessness, the mental health epidemic, the drug epidemic, the opioid epidemic—all these things are one and the same. And China coming in, pushing this stuff, again pr- encouraging us to promote this 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 culture of decadence and degeneracy—we do it to ourselves. So Russia detaching from Fedbook—that's not a bad thing. Russia not having uh, uh, access to McDonald's—that's not a bad thing. China not wanting to uh, promote LGBTQP ideologies—that's not a—that's not a bad thing. They see what this type of lifestyle, they see what these types of things are doing to this once great nation that they respected. And they're choosing not to do it. They don't want the globalist agenda in their own countries. But I digress. Let me read this quick article and then we'll uh, close out this segment. This comes from Kay Smith. They put this up March 11th over there, The Daily Caller. It says that uh, six spring breakers reportedly went into cardiac arrest after ingesting fentanyl-laced cocaine while staying at a rental property in Fort Lauderdale suburb Thursday. (laughs) Fort Lauderdale fire rescue officers responded to a call from the Wilton Manors neighborhood, where they found six people suffering from what appeared to be a, quote, drug overdose, according to a local 10 WPLG. Quote, there were multiple people in cardiac arrest in the front yard. Chief Stephan Golan told their outlet, quote, Narcan was deployed as quickly as possible. (laughs) You got to laugh. Florida's going to Florida.
3: We begin tonight with an emergency situation involving spring breakers. Good evening, everyone. I'm Jackie Nespral. And I'm Trina Robinson. Several people staying at a local Airbnb rushed to the hospital after overdosing. NBC Six reporter Kim Wynn live in Wilton Manors with what we know now Kim. Yeah, well, right now the scene is still being processed at this hour. Investigators have been out here for several hours. Now, officials tell us that six spring breakers overdosed at an Airbnb that you see behind me, um, which has been evacuated. Five of those students are now in stable condition, one still in critical condition.
1: This is extremely alarming to us.
3: Alarming and scary, says first responders and neighbors after an Airbnb in Wilton Manors became a crime scene. That here we are in the first week of spring break, and uh, we have something like this taking place. Just before five, first responders got a call about multiple overdoses at a home on Northwest 29th Court. Uh, there were multiple people uh, in cardiac arrests in the front yard. Officials say six students, all here on spring break, overdosed on what they thought was cocaine. But it was laced with fentanyl, a drug so strong it can get in your system by just getting it on your skin. It's extremely, extremely potent and uh, and, and can stop your heart, your respiration. Battalion Chief Stephen Golan with Fort Lauderdale Fire Rescue says only four of the six students actually took the drug. But when they had a bad reaction, the other two tried to help. Then they overdosed. When they went down into cardiac arrest, two of their friends began doing CPR, and they were exposed from the direct
0: contact of the fentanyl. You know, you could tell it was an overdose, but uh, every it was happened so fast.
3: Dana Fumosa lives a few doors down.
0: We saw paramedics pulling the kids out of the house unconscious and just laying them on the grass.
3: Officials say they've never dealt with anything like this and say the definition of spring break is changing. Spring Break has come off the beach and into communities, and that's what you're seeing here. And there's no word yet on which school these students go to. For now, one of the students remains in intensive care. We are reporting live from Wilson Manners, Kim Wynn, NBC6 News.
0: Wow. Yeah, there you have it. Police say six spring breakers suffered cardiac arrest in a front yard after ingesting fentanyl-laced cocaine. So many different things to go on there. It's kind of wild to think about, but this is the world in 2022 Uh, and we're not done and we are definitely not done. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're just going to blitz through some of the article finds that we can see on the radar read and close out the show for you guys. Keep it short, sweet, simple, to the point. Uh, But like I said, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll be getting into this and more on the other side. Ladies and gentlemen, don't go anywhere. This is Freedom Faction over here on Factions of Freedom. And we'll be right back right after this.
1: For the longest man, I try to tell you Alex Jones was right. If we're going down, we ain't going down without a fight, but we ain't going down. are going down, that's right. You can see it the future, watching Alex Jones tonight. Allen Jones is right, yeah. Alex Jones was right. Alex Jones was right, yeah. Alex Jones was right. Alex Jones was right, yeah. Alex Jones was right. Alex Jones was right, yeah. Alex Jones was right. It's a war on for your mind, it's time to win All facts, Alex Jones was right from the beginning. History repeats. No bats, the are spinning, but you beat the car while half the world's are spinning. Every single institution pushing the injection Two years ago, Alex said it's not for your protection COVID was a quote, they used to cheat the election We're at the point, now it's down to natural selection Global IDs disguised as a passport You didn't listen then, now you get what you asked for You try to tell y'all how long this would last for We're living in the future, what you living in the past for the longest man, I try to tell you Alex Jones so is right If we're going down, we ain't going down without a fight But we ain't going down, the global going down, that's right You can see into the future, watching Alex Jones tonight Alan Jones was right, yeah. Allen Jones was right. Alan Jones was right, yeah. Allen Jones was right. Alan Jones was right, yeah. Alan Jones was right. Alan Jones was right, yeah, Alex Jones was right. Man, Alex Jones was right about it all years ago. He connected the dots to the cabal. He tried to warn us all before we all let it fall. But Biden is a puppet that the globalism stalls. All Alan tried to tell you was to open up your eyes. And if you do it too, you can see right through the lies He tried to tell you that the COVID is in the skies, availing velvet to the ties of globalism. If you didn't listen, then you should probably pay attention. They're dumbing down the masses and decaying this dimension. They a human deeds and demons slaying our ascension. Good wins against evil while they pray for our detention. For the longest man, I try to tell you Alex Jones was right. If we're going down, we ain't going down without a fight. But we ain't going down Globalists globalism going down. That's right. You can see into the future watching Alex Jones tonight. Alex Jones was right. Yeah, Alex Jones was right. Alex Jones was right. Yeah, Alex Jones was right. Alex Jones was right. Yeah, Alex Jones was right. Alex Jones was right. Yeah. The globalists are testing right now our response to see if they can lock us down. And then, if we lock down properly, then they're going to release the real bio
0: version that'll then start wiping out even more. So, this is a That would be accounted for. Yeah, all right. Step up. Stand up and be counted for. Salutations, my friends, and thank you for tuning in to this very special edition of Factions of Freedom. I'm your host, Moisera, Freedom of Faction, whichever one you prefer. And if you already skipped past the intro at the start of the show, I should go ahead and let you guys know that uh, there will not be a podcast episode this week. You may get like a surprise cast or something like that. I'm going to be in Florida on a business trip. I'll let you know how that all pans out and, uh, again, how that plays into what we're going to be doing in the future. But if you didn't know, now you know. (laughs) If you guys want to support this operation, you can do so by going to coffee.com forward slash noise era. Coffee.com forward slash noise era is the best way to support us. I could talk to you about storable goods. I could talk to you about nascent iodine. Actually, I probably should talk to you about nascent iodine and anti-EMF Wi-Fi shielding clothing with everything that's going on right now. You know, reports have come out that people are beginning to experience and exhibit Wi-Fi symptoms, Wi-Fi sickness symptoms, and people who have taken the shot are having their illnesses exacerbated. I would highly recommend you look into the benefits of nascent iodine. I'll put that in the description bar below. It comes from Brighteon, Mike Adams of Natural News' Brightion store. Uh, I take I take I take nascent triiodine every single day uh, because some people can't absorb all the different types of iodines. I get like all three, but I would highly recommend you guys get iodine uh, in your system. It's beneficial for your thyroid. It helps uh, helps reduce some of the radiation in you. There's it helps boost your IQ. Like there's a lot helps boost your immune system, weight loss. Like there's a whole lot of benefits for iodine. Uh, And it's not just biologically speaking, spiritually speaking, but I'm ranting. If you guys want to support your operation, you guys can find all those links in the description bar below. Uh, One of the reasons that I like that song, Alex Jones is Right, and I talked about this on our most recent episode, is because there's a verse in there that talks about how uh, they're slaying our, they're, they're destroying our environment. They're uh, decaying this dimension. They're trying to slay our ascension. And that is so true. I truly stumbled into this politics, into politics and into news and stuff like this. Uh, I, I I, really come from kind of like a spiritual, almost new agey back, background. With It's a whole story. But that is so true that they are destroying this environment, decaying this dimension, and they are slaying our ascension. This is why you're seeing so many great works like what you guys have heard there, like what we played on the show time and time again, because there is a consciousness expansion that is taking place. A quantum leap is taking place in our understanding of all these things. It's like stuff that would normally take at least like like 10, five years to comprehend. People are just like getting it right there. That's why, again, at the start of the show, I'm talking to you about how, how easy it would be for you to transform yourself. How easy it would be for you to regenerate yourself. How easy it would be for you to change. Because you have the understanding, you have the knowledge, you have the wisdom, you have the power. You, you know it. You know it innately. But because all they have given us is bread and circus and distractions and hate, we don't know how to harness that energy. We don't know how to use it for something productive and something meaningful. But I tell you what, we're figuring it out. We may not know, but like a toddler learning to walk, we are figuring it out. And that's what excites me. And that's all that's happening. That's why you're seeing them take a quantum leap in their authoritarianism, stuff we thought we would never see. They're like, oh, we, we have to take it a step further. And we keep thinking, because we're still operating in logic and reason and common sense and decency, that they'll stop, but they won't. And that's why they're accelerating. Because every single move that they make accelerates our awakening. It makes us that much stronger. And they don't know what to do. They can only do what they've always done, is try to censor us, try to control us, try to manipulate us, try to gaslight us, try to dehumanize us, try to discredit us. And every single attempt that they make, it only backfires on them. It only makes them look weaker, more desperate. Kamala Harris and Joe Biden, that's the best you got? Really? That's what we're supposed to be worried about? You're off your rocker. Somebody get this guy over here a cup of soup and a warm blanket. What's happened is you see us switching. We're not our parents. We're not our grandparents. And this is why they're trying to collapse the system as fast as possible, because they see that we're waking up to it. And as we wake up to it, we would try to restore it. We, we, would, we would try to fix it. But there is so much generational rot and so much generational decadence that we have to detach before it collapses and takes us with it. And what I'm talking about, I know it sounds crazy, but at the same time, it doesn't. We just don't know what it looks like in practicality. Because we're talking about exiting a matrix that we were born into and at the same time creating something else. And that's hard. Or is it? That's what I'm saying. We're we're, we're They're getting us used to r- migrants. They're getting us used to the homeless. We're, they're getting us re- used to the refugees because we're going to have that system. The dead and dying d- desperate system is going to try to consolidate as much power as it can, nationalizing things, federalizing things, holding on to what vestiges of power it still has because the people will divest away from it and create something new. It has to. We want to be free. This system does not offer freedom. It does not foster freedom, liberty, justice, decency, prosperity, abundance, or anything. And so, out of cosmic law, how this all works, we're going to we are going to gravitate to what makes us more free but you see that's why we are still dealing with the desperate brainwashed masses that can't see what's going on they can't see past their mask and this is again why you see them taking this quantum leap in authoritarianism things again just just like literally brainwashing people to the point to where it's scary to where it, it, it it's it's scary seeing people say yeah, I'll pay $7 a gallon. Screw you, Putin. It's 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 crazy seeing somebody with a mask on scream at you while they look all frantic and you know confused because they're not getting enough oxygen. And 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 it it, it it's scary. What's going on right now? And that's why the propaganda has accelerated and taken people who have had fractured wills and broken minds and savaged them. And so what I'm telling you guys throughout this show, hey, give glory to God that you still have your common sense, that you still have your reason, that you still have control of your mental faculties, that you can still tell the truth from a lie. Give glory to God that you still have that, because some people really don't have that. They don't have that discernment. And that really is a blessing, especially in, the, uh, <clears throat> especially in this time period. Because they're making their move. At the, our, our adversary is making their move. And they're going to try to take as many with us down as they can. And so those people, the ones that are brainwashed, it's not that we failed them. It's just that we haven't been able to speak loud enough. We haven't been able to get our message across. We haven't been able to be focused enough to waken them up. And that's what we have to understand. We're entering into a new phase of all this. They broke the social contract. They said, hey, accept my terms of the new normal. We're having to push back against it. It's not going to be easy. They're not going to give us any credit. We have to recognize our own wins. We have to realize that, listen, these people are going full authoritarian. And what do you do with a bull like that? You let them charge themselves off a cliff. You let them become their own worst enemy. You use the full weight of their power against them. You plunge their sword into their heart. You can't do it. You've got daggers. You've got daggers, maybe a couple a couple arrows. There's no way that you can deliver the killing blow that you need, but they can deliver the killing blow that you need. They can deliver the blow that they need to destroy themselves. And so we've got to think smarter. This isn't going to be easy. This isn't going to be some overnight thing. Uh, divesting away from their system and at the same time creating a new one. A lot of folks are not going to want to hear the long term plan. They're not going to want to be a part of it. They just want to get this thing going on. Not sure what they're not sure what they're basically accelerating and calling for. But that's why we have to have a long term vision. And the same way I said it at the start of the show, that you have people who are going to be, as they wake up to this, shocked and sheer horror by what they see the fact that the vaccine took their, their loved one, the fact that they themselves may be on a vaccine time clock and may not have life left, that they've been lied to. They're going to need to be guided. They're going to need to be rescued. They're going to need to be saved because everyone can be saved. Because it wasn't us that did this to you or or us that did this to one another. It was something else, a, a, truly, a truly unholy, anti-human entity or essence that has gripped humanity. And so I'm preaching, I'm preaching, but let me go ahead and just fly through. Like I said, some of these articles with you guys, it's just, it truly is crazy. The days we are in and what's all going down, but uh, yeah, we, 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 we have, and we are standing up against it. Let's get some of these other ones. Out of the way. Ch-ch-ch-ch-ch. Idiocracy. CDC lowers expectations for child development, raising new questions for parents. Authored by Shanxi Aminyi via Real Clear Education. And you know, I had heard this, speaking of dehumanizing us, speaking of breaking down our will of seeing us less than, robbing us of our light and of our potential. I saw this before, that the CDC had to lower standards. And we had reported on this all last year. Drop in IQs, oxygen deprivation, carbon dioxide buildup, things like this, the fear, everything that affected the little ones. We talked about this. But again, that's what I'm saying. Now you're starting to see it out there. You know, and, and, and I, I'll say this. It might sound a little rude, but it's like the only way I can like say it. Like I was like me and my wife, we went to Chick-fil-A the other day because we were out and about doing stuff. We had the baby. It was a beautiful day. We went by Chick-fil-A <laughs> and I'm just, we were getting, uh, and, I, and I, we were just getting food. And this chick, she's just like, laughing at me like chuckling like do you want your receipt and I was like uh sure and you know I went on this whole thing about like wow some of these kids look pretty stupid and you know the sad part is is not only do they look stupid they actually are stupid and it it started off as a joke and then I had to elaborate because well I kind of I play stupid because you know I'm talking about pretty intense stuff People can't really rock with it. They're, they're they, you know, they kind of shut down. A lot of folks aren't really ready for the level of stuff we, we, we talk about. Um, but no, people look stupid and they actually are stupid. And this was all done by design. And so when you go watch that movie Idiocracy or when you go read Brave New World and just the different classes of society that they're trying to uh, fragment society into, this is all done by design. And the fact that, you know, the little ones suffer the most, this should upset every single person. We've talked about it on the show before, how a speech therapist has seen a referral of upwards of 359%. And she's talking about how some of these kids are beginning to exhibit uh, signs of autism or what looks like autism because they're not properly developing. And so if our own lifetime, we're seeing kids just like literally get psychologically nerfed through TikTok, you know. Snapchat, social media use, and uh, you know, lack of uh, lack of goals, lack of prospects, things of this and more. Uh, w- again, what are we doing to our kids? And part of me thinks what this does ultimately is it softens their minds and makes them that much more susceptible uh, to believe authority, to blindly follow authority. And if you can't tell, I have an issue with that. But let's read this quick article. Uh, this comes from Zero Hedge, but originally it was authored by, like I said, Shengxi um, Almenaii via Real Clear Education. It says the CDC has changed its list of child of children's developmental milestones for infants and young children, making the first update of its kind since 2004. The move has, large, has largely has generally been portrayed in the media as a positive adjustment, with claims that it provides clear benchmarks and can help identify developmental delays early. However, the update essentially moves the milestone later and later, following a similar trend in academic standards across the nation. Is this something to be celebrated, or is this one more example of lowering standards? The supposed reason behind the update is that earlier milestones used only, fifth, used only 50 percentile data, which means that only half of the children were expected to reach them at a specific age. The updated checklist moves milestones back so that 75% of the children should reach them at any given age. One news report claims that it's necessary for, quote, eliminating unnecessary confusion and alarm when ensuring children who need additional evaluation resources are properly identified. What the article doesn't highlight, however, is that the changes effectively more move developmental milestones to older ages. Let me pause right there. We're seeing it. Extended adolescence, right? Arrested development. Man children. I've heard people, we don't have the time because we're not going down this type type of thought process. I've heard people talk about, you know, one of the reasons why there's such an advocation for transgender children and pedophilia is because their mindset, they themselves are still children. They haven't fully uh, grown up. This is why they're not able to form real adult relationships with people of the opposite sex because they themselves are children mentally mentally. Because again, they've been sexualized as a child, predator. They, they they've been predatorized basically, and so they've they their brain hasn't hasn't formed naturally, and so when they see children, they want to do to what what was done to them as a child, and so that's where they are. They're at a state of arrested development. They haven't cognitively grown up. They haven't matured because they were assaulted as a child, sexualized and victimized. They are still there with all due respect. And so that's where it starts. They want to do to them what was done to them. And that doesn't make it right. And from there, it only gets worse. But they're saying they're moving the milestones for these children. The CDC is to where people are fully developed later on, later and later in life. Right? Like men no longer are, are people no longer hit puberty or maturity at 18. Right? Guys, We hit it at like, what, 20 or 25 now? That's what they're saying. And so they're doing the same thing for kids. They're saying, hey, they're going to have some developmental milestones. They're going to have to be pushed back a couple years uh, because they're just learning things. and It's harder for them to learn. And you've got to think, again, when you put them in front of these screens for hours at a time, just the so many different things that these kids are faced with today, obviously these types of things, Would take place. Uh, But it says that an article from the American Academy of Pediatrics details the changes. In short, one-third of the original milestones were moved to different ages, and those who moved, just over two-thirds, were moved to an older age. In other words, the CDC is shifting developmental goalposts later and later for infants and young children. One reason for moving the developmental goalposts may be the learning loss resulting from the COVID-19 pandemic. There it is. There it is we've got to move on so we can cram in a couple more of these articles for you guys. Uh, Americans panic hoard ammo in the wake of a Russian invasion of Ukraine. Like I talked about before, Phoenix's 10th city expands to nearly 1,000 as a a housing affordability crisis worsens. 2.5 million refugees. Russia. 2.5 million now seeking refuge from Russia's invasion. John Kerry has really been pushing the climate change narrative uh, because of this. And foreign foreign volunteers who fight against Russia can get citizenship in Ukraine. So there it is. There it is. So it looks like we're going to war, boys. Whether or not you support it, whether or not if we know what the clear end goal is, we're going to war. Let's cram in a couple more of these quick articles for you guys, and then we will close out this transmission. Like I said, I want to keep it short, sweet, to the point. Food insecurity worsening already following Russian invasion of Ukraine as countries will begin withholding exports and hoarding commodities. Yep, it's not a good thing. War is bad for business. Uh, Joe Biden says 17 Nobel Prize winners in economics wrote him, wrote to him saying "Build Back Better" will ease inflation. Sure. Sure. Interesting. First NATO member nation calls for a no-fly zone in Ukraine. The UN Secretary General warns that the once unthinkable. Nuclear war is within the realm of possibility. They're saying that we could have nuclear war with Ukraine, with Russia. And I got to be quite honest. Part of me thinks that it's not that it's a hoax, right? Because those are very real declarations. But this Russia Ukraine thing is the next COVID 19. They've got to figure out how to accelerate the great reset. And this war will do just that. A great reset, build back better. They've got to collapse all the economies, collapse the dollar. And this war will do just that. Yep, there is Antonio Gutierrez. Let's see, is there a is there a clip? Maybe. UN chief and bone chilling statement says that nuclear war is back, quote, within the realm of possibility over Ukraine. So this comes from UN secretarial Antonio Gutierrez, who, again, has also talked about COVID-19 and climate change, I might add. So, again, it's just uh, that's how I see this as a change engine type topic. Says the days after the start of the Russian invasion of Ukraine in late February, United Nations Secretary General Antonio Gutierrez addressed an emergency session of the U of the UN General Assembly. He said at the time that the thought of nu- of a nuclear war is, quote, simply inconceivable, but warned world powers they must do everything possible in terms of diplomacy from reaching a nuclear showdown scenario. But now, more than two weeks into the war and with Ratcheted warnings flying between NATO and Western capitals and Moscow, the UN chief raised his threat assessment in a new statement Monday, warning that the world, warning the world that it now stands at a a dangerous new precipice, precipice, quote, the United Nations Secretary General Antonio Gutierrez on Monday sounded the alarm over Russia, alarming, alarm, raising the alarm level for its nuclear forces, describing it as a, quote, bone chilling development. And added that the prospect of nuclear conflict was back within the realm of possibility. Now, you know one of the reasons why I'm just not gonna jump into that right off the bat is because going into the weekend, we also read a post from uh, Steve Quayle that talked about basically like a like a nuke isn't what they say it could be. Like a nuke could also be a EMP. A nuke could also be a EMP, right? So when they're saying, oh, it could be this, it could, they could be a nuke, it could be a nuke. It could also be an EMP. It doesn't have to be, (laughs) it doesn't have to be as dramatic as they're making it out to be. And you got to think these guys are in the, these guys are in the business of fear mongering and propaganda. So I don't know. I guess what I'm trying to say is like, I could see how a nuclear threat is serious. I mean, they're literally decoupling Russia from the rest of the world. That's, he's obviously going to be upset. He's going to retaliate. No doubt. But I guess I could also see, uh, other things taking place, man. So we'll see. We will clearly see, but let's get back into a couple more of these articles so we can wrap up the show. Just Crazy. You know, we're not given a spirit of fear. Like I think we're supposed to confront these things. We're supposed to look at them with an honest eye. At the same time, prepare because yes, it's real. But you know, I don't want to say what are you going to do. But what are you going to do? Fired ER doctor tells RFK Jr. We just bowed down instead of practicing silent science. It's true. The scientific dictatorship. That's how it works. People freak out as alien drone drone swarm lights up the night sky over Austin, Texas with a giant scannable QR code promoting the Halo series. There's gotta be photos of this. Gotta be comes from end times headlines it says that an eerie swarm of purple lights amassed in the skies over downtown texas sunday evening 400 drones were suspended over the city during the south by southwest festival to form a giant hovering qr code there it is the future of advertising you saw it at the super bowl now you're seeing it at south by southwest i i, I tripped out because it's a It's spring break right now. Like I trip out. I I get so focused on doing this stuff day in and day out that I literally don't even pay attention to the seasons. Wow. So it doesn't look like there are. Yeah, there's no video, but sure enough, there's footage. It's a giant QR code that you can scan. That's kind of crazy. Sure enough. Yep. Giant QR code right there. South by Southwest. I bet people in Ukraine wish they could go to South by Southwest. They have to they have to play war right now. Interesting. Yeah. But a little clickbaity. A little clickbaity. Nothing nothing math. nothing there. <laughs> Let's get a couple more of these in. India looks to bail out Putin. Iran thwarts sabotage at nuclear site, claims Israel is behind the plot. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. U.S. household expect record spending increases as all prices soar. Merck pill heavily used despite concerns. GOP bill that would eliminate Biden's ATF database on gun sales. I never understood why that was just like a thing to support letting other people know that you purchase firearms. I think we should not have gov- government should not know what's going on. We we have the right to protect ourselves. We shouldn't. We 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 shouldn't be glad to let the government know that we purchase firearms. Call me crazy, but. I'm all about privacy. Um, Yeah. Naomi Wolf confirms Big Pharma was adding varying amounts of active ingredients to batches of the COVID-19 vaccine. Says there's video. Former Clinton advisor and COVID vaccine critic Naomi Wolf joined Steve Bannon on the war room on Monday evening. Naomi shared her latest bombshell from her investigation into the Pfizer vaccine documents released by the U.S. government on on their COVID vaccine testing. Says that Naomi's team of investigators, doctors, and attorneys identified several U.S. government documents that confirmed that Pfizer was adding varying amounts of active ingredients to their experimental COVID vaccines. According to the data, the range of dangerous active ingredient went from 3 UG to what, 10 UG, uh, 30 UG, 100 UG, depending on the batch. They happen to inject you with, as Naomi mentioned, this ties in directly with the website called how bad is my batch that was created so that you could track how many adverse reactions incidents were linked to the vaccine batch you were given. We covered that before. Now there is proof via AMA documents, the American Medical Association documents that they are distributing different doses, different doses of the active ingredient in the COVID vaccine batches based on batch numbers. Yep, it's true. I've definitely taken it off and shown it to two people. It does; it's a real thing. How bad is my batch? Let's see. How long is this segment? Uh, we'll play this quick clip and then we'll close it out for you guys. Six minutes long. We we got six minutes. Six minutes to uh, destroy the COVID narrative. We'll donate that. Uh,
2: find and serve this important new documentation, and then that goes over to the lawyers. Uh- Um, And we're going to have a webinar on the 23rd about how to file criminal charges so that it's not just civil actions that these people are facing, but criminal. Um, But just I'm a little bit in shock today, like every time the research team brings me what they found, my level of trying to tolerate shock has to go higher and higher. I would like to share with your community a finding that reached me from the research team um, yesterday, which is pretty terrifying. I think people need to know about it.
1: Yes, ma'am. Go ahead.
2: Thank you so much. So this was leaked to me. Uh, It's directly from the AMA, but it's also replicated in the documents. It's Appendix Q, Severe Acute Respiratory Syndrome, Coronavirus, uh, COVID-19 vaccines. And what it is, is a table that goes to doctors, with vaccine codes and dosages and many people have said and this was one thing that led me not to want to there you go not to want to take the uh the vaccine many people who are nurses and pharmacists have been whistleblowing and saying you know the ingredients are not in the in the sheet that goes with the package it's blank and that's been correct but here if you're a doctor you can get uh, or a medical insider, you can get this table. All right. So this table is pretty terrifying because there's been work that's been done that I thought was preliminary, but this confirms it, that there are different batches essentially with different codes, you know, serial numbers basically, and that they are having different effects. Uh, there's a website called howbadismybatch.com, I believe, that is looking at symptoms. Uh, From the in the VAERS database that relate to different kinds of serial numbers. Well, this is the other side of that. It would appear, and again, this is over to the doctors, over to the lawyers to to validate, but it would appear, and you can see for yourself, that it lists a series of codes. They all start with 913, but they end in 00, 05, 07, and they do appear to be different batches. Uh, There's a whole series that are left out, and you can find them elsewhere, which is concerning. And that series is called vaccines slash toxoids and vaccines slash toxoids guidelines. But look, just looking at this series, which is about 12 batches, they have different dosages. They have different dosages. Uh, it says uh, mRNA, LNP, which is the uh, lipid nanoparticle spike protein preservative. And then the first one is 30 micrograms. The second one is also 30 micrograms, these are Pfizer, but then there's 10 micrograms, also Pfizer, and then Moderna has 100 micrograms, Uh, and then Pfizer has three micrograms, and these are different batches, and then a Moderna has 50 micrograms, and another Moderna has 50 micrograms, and uh, then you go, so, so just in those, those, those like eight or nine batches that I just read that end in zero 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 five zero seven zero one zero eight, different people are getting different dosages yep. of of the the active and possibly the dangerous ingredients. Yep. And the reason I find this so important, especially with the work that you've been doing to showcase Edward Dowd's uh, colleagues' charts, where they've broken down deaths and plotted them on a timeline with with. With boosters and with the first and second injections there was a huge spike as i recall of millennial deaths right around the time the boosters were rolled out and if you look at this table it would appear that some batches could have more of the spike protein more of the uh, liquid lipid nanoparticles which i'm persuaded are so problematic um you know than others
0: yep yeah very much so this is a this is why we would also get reports of pharmacy technicians giving adolescents uh like children adult dosages of COVID 19 vaccines and then those children going on to have to see cardiologists pediatrician or pediatric cardiologists because they developed pericarditis and myocarditis yeah no the early stages of the the early stages of the vaccine program were indeed just that they were vote, uh, dose finding uh, uh, campaigns, and there have been examples of this or these compilations and videos that control this and show this that there is a quiet period that takes place before they issue inis- before they issue a whole another uh, dosage. So she had talked about five micrograms, ten micrograms, thirty micrograms, fifty micrograms, hundred micrograms. There are required periods in between that, which you when you go look at the data that shows that that is indeed the case. Uh, And there is for sure a spike in all of it. And what's wild is as we're reading this or as we're listening to her, uh, I was putting up a video clip. I'll go ahead and just go find it for you guys. Another post over here on the Gateway Pundit. You know, we don't normally, I'll just, so I'll, I'll say this and then get into the actual content. We don't normally use one particular website a lot. We clearly have all kinds of other places at our disposal, but the Gateway Pundit has been heavy killing it when it comes to staying on top of all this stuff and finding these people and actually doing good reporting. But anyway, as we were listening uh, to that report on the war room about how they have different batches for different vaccines, um, this article came out right here, that the Pfizer CEO says a fourth COVID jab is necessary. So Greg Reese did a great report where it talked about you know badbatch.info how bad how bad is my batch uh wolfgang ludark how he reverse engineered the pfizer vaccine rollout program using uh the statistics of adverse events deaths and things like this to create that greg Reese did a great report talking about how they shipped a lot of the uh the kill shots to red states and many other people too have come out and talked about how there are batches that are th- 3000 times as lethal as a single dose. And those are legitimately kill shots. And so when she's talking about, I forget the lady's name right there on the show, but when she's talking about uh, the, the increase in dosages in these vaccines and how some people aren't getting the, the, the same batch, it's very true because this is an experiment. They still need to experiment on us. This. this is why in the ninth month after they rolled out the vaccine program in September, They said pregnant women need to get the vaccine. Well, how many months does it take to make a baby? Nine months. So right right around that time period, if people started at the start of the year or going into the year 2021, right about then, as they were giving birth, they would have had to have another shot. And sure enough, we saw that. We saw pregnant women and we saw people that were trying to get pregnant, get the vaccine. And then right after that, we heard about sterility and infertility. So we are still in a live program. And so I'm going to play this quick clip of the Pfizer CEO Albert Bourla saying that a fourth COVID jab is necessary. Of course, he would say this, just as President Barack Obama, who was also vaccinated and fully boosted, also somehow caught COVID. Again, I find this strange. All of this COVID talk, bioweapons talk, variant talk, just as they find this new, just as they find these uh, 30 U.S. funded bioweapons labs in Ukraine. It just It's just so crazy that it's all coincidental, right? President Barack Obama gets COVID. Pfizer's CEO says, well, you're going to need another shot. It's crazy how it all coincides. Let me read this quick article or quick little caption. It says that Pfizer CEO Albert Borla on Sunday said a fourth COVID jab is necessary. Quote, it is necessary, a fourth boost, right now, Borla told, quote, Face the Nation host Margaret Brennan. Quote, the protection that you were getting from the third, it is good enough, actually quite good for hospitalizations and death, he said. Quote, it's not that good against infections, but it doesn't last very long, but we are just submitting those data to the to the FDA, and then we will see what the experts also will say outside of Pfizer. What he really means is that the fourth jab is necessary for a stock boost. Let's see if we can get that clip up here for you guys and we'll wrap it up because that's what it's always about to these, these people. It's always about the bottom dollar. It's always about how much money can they exact out of you. And the same way that I called it at the start of this is the same way that it's been through and through. This is just Pfizer. This is just big pharma getting into the subscription service, turning you into a literal, uh, to a literal subscription service to a subscriber they hijacked your immune system depleted it and made it so that you had to go back to them and be dependent but here is five your CEO saying you need a fourth shot because the first three didn't work <laughs> I shouldn't laugh or a
3: booster shot with COVID just like we get a flu shot I- Do you you think that we will, every fall, have to prepare ourselves for a booster shot with COVID just like we get a flu shot?
2: I think so. Many variants are coming and Oligon was the first one that was able to evade in a skillful way the immune protection that we were giving. But also we know that the duration of the protection doesn't last very long. So what we are trying to do, and we are working very diligently right now, it is to make not only a vaccine that will protect, again, all variants, including Omicron, but also something that uh, can protect for at least a year.
3: So you've seen some of that data on a on a fourth dose, a second booster shot. Mm-hmm. You think it will be necessary?
2: It is necessary a fourth boost right now. The, the protection that you are getting from the third, it is uh, good enough Actually, quite good for hospitalizations and deaths. It's not that good against infections, but doesn't last very long. Mm-hmm. But we are just submitting those data to the FDA, and then we will see what the experts also will say outside fight.
0: They need a fourth shot all up in you. How crazy is that? Because it won't stop. It's not designed to stop. They won't help you. They're not designed to help you. They're designed to cripple you, dehumanize you, and turn you into a permanent customer that always goes back to them for more and more drugs. This is why they're saying, hey, we've got a COVID pill. Like you said, it will protect you against hospitalizations and death, but don't worry, we have another shot for you. Absolutely incredible. Guys, I could go on and on. You know that forever. However, I wanted to keep it short, simple, and to the point for this minicast Monday. Lots of crazy things going on. We're doing our best, our level-headed best to ride this storm out here with you because we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know what's going to happen at the end of this. We have a 30,000-foot view of what's going down, but here on the ground level, things are looking pretty crazy. Like I said, ladies and gentlemen, that's all I really have for you guys and gals. Uh, I wanted to kind of make this a rather lengthy transmission, uh, as you will not be getting a podcast episode, a standard podcast episode. If I have a couple hours to myself while I'm out there in Florida, I might do like a quick show and Chit chat with you guys. I won't have all the bells and whistles that you're that, that you're used to. It might be something else entirely. Who knows? I might take calls or set it up. I don't know. We'll do we'll 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 do something, but it won't be what you're used to, that's for sure. Uh but like I said, ladies and gentlemen, that's all I really have for you guys and gals. If you have any questions, feel free to email me. I'll have it in the description bar below. And as always, guys and gals, stay vigilant, expose lies, and share truth. This is Noisera freedom section and the exclusive members crew out.